Yo, 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 what's up? This is the EdCast Podcast, and we're back. And this time, for the first time ever in history of the EdCast Podcast on Spotify, joining us tonight, special guest, Joshua Parrish. Hey, guys, it's nice to meet you guys. Here to hear everyone out there. How's everyone out there doing? Dude, man, how you doing? That's the question, man. What are you drinking there? We're drinking that Moscow meal, man. It's been a, it's been an absolute minute since I've had a Moscow Heck meal. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I, the, when when you hit me up and then I hit you back up and then I said, hey, normally everyone who swings in here, I get them something to drink, whatever they prefer. That way, you know, this whole experience is more enjoyable. It's very. And then you said Moscow mule. You said Paloma. I was like, dude, I have both of those bad it's boys. Perfect, in my man. <laughs> it's absolutely perfect. Hell I yeah, man. How you been yeah. though, man? I've been very busy. I don't know. Life has been... I feel like I'm shooting from the hip everywhere I go, honestly. Right. Freestyling. You're so. freestyling. I like that. Absolutely. You're, you're very much off the grid. As, as far as I can remember, you've always been off the grid. You never, like... My parents consider me a nomad. So, even though I... For example, you put on my driver's license, I've been living at my dad's house for, like, the last 10 years. Right. Haven't been there at all. Lived at five or six different other places. And that's just because I'm going to be there for three months, six months. I'm like, ah, it's not worth it. So it's not worth paying it on the taxes. So you, you know? really like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're really Always like. Nomadic. So you just showed up from Mexico. You just, you've been staying up there for some time. A lot of people wouldn't know that. Yeah. How did, how is that? It's a misconception, like, I mean, you're, bro. You're, you're a white boy. And I mean, like, okay. Oh yeah. Josh lives in Mexico. Okay. But look at it from a perspective where, hey... It's not Mexico, though. It's right. Mexico. Mexico. Because okay. I ask people, you know, if you've been to Mexico and they've been to Puerto Vallarta, Cancun, they've been to Cozumel, these okay. places. And that's like going to New York, Miami, Los Angeles. Yeah, okay. you've seen a little bit of America, but you haven't seen middle of Iowa the Midwest, right, right, right. the real Lomita, Texas no, no lifestyle, no, yeah, no, you know, no. the way real Americans live. Yeah, I feel like, so. uh, but it's always cool because for me, like, I've been, I haven't been to the West Coast, I've been to the East Coast, really? but I've been North, I've been North. You what? lived in Georgia, right, when you were a yeah. kid? Yeah, yeah, I did. That's Some very years cool. in Georgia, served my time over there. Doesn't it's your really brother green. still live there? Doesn't your brother still live there? Yeah, He's, yeah. he actually just landed I think today last or last night. night. Yeah. You saw Come that? You follow him on, that, on uh, yeah, Snapchat? Absolutely. He went to Europe. I'm jealous. Dude, I, I was so mad because, like, I'm at work and uh, I'm at work and I'm looking at my little brothers in Vegas, my sisters in Denver. When's the last time you left the States? Or, I mean, left Texas? Uh, I would say last October. Where'd you go? I went to Georgia. Okay. How far do y'all live from Atlanta? We, uh, my family stays, actually, they reside, like, I think it's, like, 15, 20 minutes north of Atlanta. Okay. So that's, it's, that's it's, not far at all. It's not, it's not bad. It's I an actually like Atlanta a lot. I think, yeah, about 20 minutes. From, Speaking yeah. of Georgia, when I was down in Mexico, well, two weeks before I, uh, probably, like, a month before I left, there was a guy I met at the basketball courts, and he was going to be leaving in two weeks, which is sad, but... I was sitting there speaking my broken Spanish to him, and he was like, started speaking English to me, perfect. And I was like, dude, where are you from? And he's like, I grew up 14 years in Georgia. I was born there. And I was like, dang. So he's been living in Mexico for the last three or four years. Right. And as a Mexican, didn't speak any Spanish. 
come into Mexico. Wow. So, you know, he got made fun of all the time. Wait, that's strange because over there where we're from, like, mm-hmm. I actually heard someone say this not too long ago. It was, I don't know who it was, but they said, they asked me, they're like, hey, is there Mexicans in Georgia? I was like, dude, there's There's Mexicans everywhere. Ton. Anywhere, I'm going to use this old term, anywhere south of the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> oh my God, but, but over there, like, literally, they have a street called Little Mexico. And it's... It, yeah. You go down that street, it stretches out about, what, two two miles at most? Right. It's and like a everything that we, yeah, you drive through that little road and everything just feels like Mexico. You got panaderias, you got panaderias, everything. Yeah, carnicerias. Yeah, yeah. carnicerias. Exactly. For anyone who doesn't know, IA just means store, basically. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. <laughs> add the word and IA to it, it turns into a store. Yeah, yeah, but it's wild over there. It's like Mexicans have just taken over that city and. Yeah, that whole city, man. It's just, you know, a bunch of Latinos. It's it's the reason why I understand but don't understand. One of the things that makes me the most shocked about living in Mexico is for the first four months, it was pretty difficult. I right. mean, I practiced a lot of vocabulary, really not any sentences. Right. So I would pick up maybe 30% of a conversation. Now I would say I'm comfortable at probably 70%, 75% of the conversation. Right. Pretty easy. Um but I'm so surprised people live here for 10, 15, 20 years. Don't I was just, speak English, I was man. just telling my mom that. But she they was, got little pockets where they live. Right. So you don't ever need to leave your little community. That's why. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, my mom, she was, where were we? We were somewhere. And I literally, this was after I had already, you had already told me you were going to swing by. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, dude, I th- like, I remember those texts. You called me one time. It was like 1 a.m., then you were sending me these texts. You sent me like a whole damn paragraph in Spanish. Yeah, just I'm out like, of the blue, what huh? What the hell? Who is this guy? And I was telling my mom, I was just like, dude, like I have a friend that lives in Mexico. Literally, in he's already freaking texting me in Spanish. I was like, there's no reason for you to not know something English. Is what I was something, telling my mom. Something. And she's all like, well, it's just uh, some people it sticks. Well, I was like, well, Josh, I guess you kind of felt like you 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 were in a position where it had to stick. I also really wanted to learn it. Right. You know? Okay, that makes sense. And there's a lot of times where the two ears, one mouth thing came in where I was just listening most of the mm-hmm. time. Half the time I don't... So if it's just one or two people, it's me butting into the conversation. But if it's a group of 10 people and I have to sit here and speak my broken Spanish, the group's going to lose their patience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I really wanted to be a part of it. And there are a lot of spies... In Mexico. Oh, yeah? yeah there's a lot of spies. <laughs> you run into them? Yes. So there was a couple of guys I play Reta with, which is pickup. Right. And uh, I probably played with these guys for probably eight months and spoke my... You know, it's improving, but right, it's, right, it's right. rough. Right. And then a gentleman walks out there with a San Antonio High School t-shirt. Okay. On. And I was like, bro, where'd you get that Warren t-shirt from? And he's like, I went to school there for two years. And I was like, you speak English? And he's like, yeah, but I'm embarrassed, bro. <laughs> I don't want to speak it in front of you. I was like, what you mean? Yeah, and then there's another guy, and he's like, well, that guy lived in America for five years. And I was like, what? And he comes over there and starts speaking perfect English to me. And I was like, you guys are some bastards, bro. You didn't even want to admit it. Nothing. So. No, I understand that. There's a lot of times where you don't even, like, when I go, I don't want to speak English around, you know. I Tomorrow, just... if we see a bunch of guys from... 
pick up. I'm not going to pick speak Spanish in front of them. Right. I, I understand say, what you're you know? saying. Yeah. But when you go over there and you like, it's almost like for me, it's almost like I don't want people to know you're American. Yeah. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah. Because there's like, like this. It's just this idea that every American has money. Exactly. And it's. I mean, yeah, I guess the transition from a dollar to a peso is a little better, but it's not like I, I don't have bills in America. What I you feel mean? like I feel like it's equivalent. I mean, obviously we're 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 better off here, but over there it's it's around the equivalent. Except like like I mean, you're you know over there you make five hundred dollars. Let's just say, let's just say that you make five hundred dollars, right? You and you can afford to pay things More. weekly. More. Same thing here. I mean, people are living paycheck to paycheck. Exactly. It's the same thing. It's the here. same thing. It's yeah, the same it's thing. Wow. It's um, interesting to know how much of like a, a breakthrough you need to actually make profit. Right. Because like Coca Cola's down there, like seventy cents. Oh yeah. And they're two fifty here when I showed up. Eggs, you can buy twelve eggs for like a dollar fifty. Right. People have been telling me they're they're five dollars right now. Right. So, and I would all the time go to Walmart and then send pictures to my family this is what a hundred dollars can buy you in mexico do you feel like it's a lot more or less yes like how much is a six flags ticket here Mm, but i'd say a six flags ticket probably be like 50 bucks it's 27 dollars there okay okay. and that's with the flash pass oh yeah yes so i'm like dude it doesn't cost that much to run roller coasters guys nah it doesn't cost 50 dollars but i feel like over there like i i I do remember going to a taco stand and i was like i got 20 dollars you know i can get a lot dude they was like oh it's gonna be 25 bucks oh really american oh yeah i'm like like, oh shoot dang it i gotta reach in my wallet i'm like okay okay but once i ate the tacos obviously they're right top notch but. It just depends. There's some places. I mean, right. it's like you walk down the street and it's $3 for six tacos. And then you go to another place and you're paying more than American money. Right. But I feel like here, the rich community is very far from the, the middle class, the poor community. Oh, They're yeah. all hidden behind a gated community and whatnot. Yeah. There, it's not as... It, there's definitely pockets of rich, right? But there's areas just in normal communities that keep poor people away from them. Right? Oh yeah. You just yeah, true driving that. down the street, it's all normal, and all of a sudden you see a Ferrari and a Corvette and Audi, and right. you're like, oh, I yeah. can't afford this place, you know? Yeah, you know? The, like this. Literally, this last trip I made to Mexico, it was about a month ago. Where's your family from in Mexico? Piedras Negras, Coahuila. Oh, that's very close. It's very, it's very north. Very in, close in to the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's right, right it's across right. from Eagle Pass. Yeah, yeah. right. Across Eagle. So you've been. I and we have a friends from Eagle Pass and friends from Piedras Negras. Okay. There you and go. the people from Piedras Negras would tell the people from Eagle Pass they're not Mexican, so, even though they're the towns are very similar. Yeah, it, it almost feels like Eagle Pass is Mexico. Right. That's what it feels like. Right. But um, uh, we so my grandma from Georgia has a house in Piedras. Mm-hmm. And she has basically what we call the Castrita headquarters, which is where most of my, like my parent, my dad and his brothers and family grew up in this house. Right. So every now and then they'll all come over here or we'll go there. We kind of just have a place to crash because it's just, you know, and right now it's probably empty right now. But, uh, yeah, like when they come down, you know, it's just, it's just nothing but a good time over there. It is very uh, fun. This last trip I went, I saw this lady driving this super bad Audi, like 
you know, you know, there's people there that you know they, they got, got some money. deep pockets. Yeah, there's some Yo, people that definitely got freaking, some you know, it was money, like a money. north of a hundred thousand dollar car in Absolutely. Mexico, right? But uh, we went for yeah, like a family party. Uh, they always rent like private pools, and dude, there's some nice spots over there. Like you, you're unaware until you know. It's very beautiful. Oh yeah, it's very beautiful, and I'm sure it is where you're staying at. You, you said you got so, y'all got like plenty of rain over there. Absolutely. So for about, I'd say anywhere from two to four months, right, it would rain on a dime every night around seven to nine o'clock, and it's gonna show up for thirty minutes and then it's gonna disappear. Right. But I mean, I wish we could get that here in Texas. Honestly, it would oh make yeah, everything. we need it. It's it's crazy that they got flowers in the middle of December. In Mexico. Yes. Wow. So also a lot of things that like my father, he was blown away because he went down there twice. Okay. And uh, the thing that was very interesting to me is my girl lives outside the city. Okay. And I'd probably say 30 minutes from her town. And her city's got about 400,000 people in it. And um, it was, hmm, I would say like very foresty kind of. You would even have these clouds coming through. Like Scooby-Doo looking outside. Okay. But we had palm trees growing right next to pine trees. The elevation is higher than Denver. Wow. So they're sitting at like 6,000 meters above sea level. So you got your ears popping every now and then. All the time. Yeah. But it's also, since it's so close to the equator, it's they call it La Primavera Interna. So it's La Primavera the, Eterna. Yeah, which means the internal spring. Because right. you think California's got good weather. This right. place is perfect i mean it it gets hotter and colder here in texas which yeah. is very interesting because it's usually just one or the other right and so yeah this year has been crazy here man it's, it's been uh it's hot. been you know it's either really hot or really cold obviously the winter was terrible right uh just just throughout the storm but on the summer you know like it's already it's not even august Exactly. And August is supposed to be our hottest. It's right. the devil's balls out here, man. Exactly, man. You got freaking, you know, the devil's over here making burgers right in front right. of you. Freaking sight balls, you know what I mean? You know, your Gee, eyes are red. Yeah. My dad told me that uh, apparently when we were coming back into town, he was like, there's a heat wave happening in America and Europe right now. And it's supposed to be like 100 degrees in the United Kingdom right now. And that 1,000 people, around 1,000 people died from a heat wave. In Spain, wow. just because they're so not used to it, they have houses without air conditioning, they're right? So used to not being <clears throat> hydrated, right? <laughs> you know, you that's know? What it is. So my goodness, <laughs> I could only imagine. So it's, I've seen both sides of the spectrum too. So for anyone who doesn't know, when I come back to the states, I usually drive a semi truck, so okay. that puts me all around the United States. Heck yeah, yeah. And my uh, my brother in law is a truck driver, and he's you know he's everywhere. It's nice. He likes it. He likes different, you know, he, he's got a couple spots he's liked. And you you kind of travel and you figure out, oh, you know, if I were if I were to leave my hometown or my state, my Savannah, home state, Georgia. I would stay here. I would, I, my state would be Denver. Really? Yes. Denver it's is beautiful. It's gorgeous. Dude. Expensive now. It is. That's just because yeah. of that multa. Yeah. I, <laughs> That's <laughs> it, bro. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no question about it. That's it. But, you know, all my cousins and, and relatives in Georgia, they're like, come over here. Come over here. No. Dude, I, look, it's gorgeous over there, but I'm not moving. It rains too now. much? Yeah. My, my cousin was complaining. I'm, we're both complaining to each other. He's like, dude, it's been raining here for a month straight. I was like, bro. I can't we, do that. We've had zero rain for three months straight or exactly. whatever. Like, dude, no. Like, I'll trade you, bud. 
right uh, this place is super dry as a matter of fact it's been so dry that obviously my grass is dead but there's a certain part of this property that i've been watering every night and i just sit out there with the, the water hose because i kind of planted new seed what, like and two, planted new two seed. by two foot of grass yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. hoping it will so grow yeah if you see a green patch somewhere over there that's the spot right yeah. actually right over the porch don't step on the grass <laughs> i put some new grass some bermuda grass and i'm hoping nice. it just takes over that'd but. be very cool out of all the cities though I've been to, I feel like every city you need to visit. Been to Kansas City, New York City, Louisiana, uh, Los Angeles, Miami, Chicago. I went to all the ones, but Savannah, Georgia, I know we're still in Georgia, but that was the prettiest city to me. I went, uh, we went to Chicago. I liked it. I like it more than New York. Miami is fun. Uh, you don't need to speak English down in Miami. No, you don't. The it's only people that speak English in Miami are the black people. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and sometimes you're like, I can't tell if you're black or Cuban. Oh, exactly. Like a lot of Cubans there. For sure. Uh, I went to a Mexican taco joint there. Mexican. Right. And everyone working there was Cuban. So when I tasted the food, it didn't, it didn't really taste like good. Mexican. Yeah, no, it didn't. yeah, I know. I'll be honest with you. And then we paid like freaking 80 bucks for like 11 tacos. That's absolutely terrible. I was like, yo, this is terrible. I'm not the ready to look. The food isn't good. I'm not do, ready do to like look at American a, prices anymore. Do you like agua de horchata? Oh, yeah. Okay, so the, I got agua de horchata. I was, dude, I, and I'm telling you, I have like my. When my Medio is like is four or $5 for like half a liter? Oh, uh, I don't know how much I paid for, but it was, it was terrible. Oh, no. It was a bad experience, and I'm a big horchata fan, so. Oh, yeah, it's the best drink I gotta down there. I got to have the best, and I can tell when I'm having the best. You, you taste that cinnamon, you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. Well, I like it more than Jamaica, for sure. Do you feel I, like. Uh, being in Mexico, you feel like you still keep up with like the media and stuff here, all the time, all the time. My all my news sources are still American. Okay, right. So everything that involves U.S. politics still pops up on my feed. So I still hear about extreme gas prices, oh, about yeah. us sending money to Ukraine. Oh yeah. About mass shootings. Dude, mass all shootings the, are not. Yeah, and so it's. I get a lot of different political views down there then, too. Right. So there's like, a lot of traditional views and liberal views, but... Uh, what's something that you would say that Mexicans bicker about that happens here in, in, in the States? I say the number one thing that Mexicans are confused about is guns. Guns, okay. Number one. Because if, like, the first time I went down there, I was right. just sitting outside a restaurant, and I hear pop, 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 pop. And I, I was like, oh, crap, let's get down. Yeah. And, and everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. And they're like, that's just a firework. And I was like, at what, 11 o'clock in the afternoon? Um, 11 o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah, and a random Tuesday. Right. And they're like, you shoot fireworks whenever you want. And I was like, that is not, you should get two days right. in America. You Fourth better, of July uh, and New, New Year's. Year's. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you better shoot them all off. And so it was so different. And so when I'm in Texas, I don't feel very country. Right. But when I leave the, Texas, feel I feel that, country as hell. Country accent. So boy. I'm like, I'm like, well, that's not a gun, and they're like, uh, no. I'm like, have you ever seen a gun? And they're like, no. I'm like, you never touched a gun, shot a gun? And they're like, never. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? Yeah, you never yeah, shot a gun yeah, before? Yeah, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, a lot of people haven't. A lot of people have. Yeah, and it's it was interesting, and my only argument is I'm from Texas, so I, right. I have guns, yeah. and so my only argument for it was. You know, you can either hide behind your 10-foot walls with your barbed wire on top of it and broken glass bottles, or you can just give grandma a shotgun and you don't have to worry about her anymore. 
So that's. I'll be embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to say this, but I don't actually even have a gun. I need to buy some, because yeah. I'm I'm like I'm down for you know people having guns. Like that's I'm pro gun, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like we need a little bit of gun reform. Honestly, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's kind of crazy that you can't buy cigarettes, but you can buy guns at 18. Especially an 18 and a semi-automatic, uh, you know, wh- whatever gun a freaking killer would would try to go get. I would only suggest that you. It changed to 21. I think you should be. If you can't buy cigarettes, you shouldn't be able to buy a gun, Agreed. in my opinion. 100%. So let's go 21. And I think uh, once you get 21, you should be able to buy a handgun, a rifle, or a shotgun. Whatever. You could buy all three. I don't care. But you have to be a responsible gun owner for three years before you even are available to buy an automatic weapon. Right. That That's way. That, you, that sounds. It, a little, there is no need, you know. At 22, let's be honest, no one has a home at 22, guys. If you do, tell me your secrets. Um, but no one owns a home at 22. So what are you protecting? Right. Your apartment? Nah, right. You just get a shotgun at that point. It's You're going to hit more. No. Honestly. Agreed, right. Yes. Yeah, there's no reason for... What, what was this kid? 18 years old? That yeah. shot up freaking... Uh, you the, talking about Uvalde? Yeah, Uvalde. Which is... We actually passed by like a week after. It it's, seemed weird because you're like, you know, you pass through this town and you expect to see, you know, something it's, ha- happening. It's, yeah, still back down so normal it, it almost Texas, felt like, it? It almost feel like, you know, it was just like... It was fake news until we got to downtown of Valde. Where and you then saw there's it. flowers yeah, and everywhere. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of people there. You know, news teams were still there. It was crazy. Yeah, that's going to... It's going to affect that community for at least 10, 15 years. Oh, They're yeah. going to mention that at their homecoming and everything for the next 10, 15 yeah, years. Wow, man. I think, I think things have changed so much from the 90s up until this point, I think. I honestly don't think so. You don't think so? I think just news outlets are just a lot more readily available. Right. Yeah, I think shootings. I think. You well, know, I mean, shootings were normal, but I mean, it wasn't really like you know a bunch of eighteen-year-olds. I don't know that I sure? know. I mean, exactly. That's a, that, and that's just thing that comes down to the news of everything like that too. I know people have been, you know, gangbanging since. You usually start when you're like eleven. Yeah. Right. You get yeah. Your, depending the, on where you're from, right? And that's just because if you catch a body when you're young then you can get off with a juvenile sentence. So right. that's why they have all the young kids do the shooting, because if you catch a charge when you're 19, that you're going to jail sense. for the rest of your life. That makes sense. That's why you see, that's why, these are people I'm most scared of in the world are freaking eighth graders. Oh, yeah. Because they got nothing to lose. Yeah, those kids, man, especially nowadays, you know, they play, uh, like I have a nephew, he, uh, he, he plays shot a by a of, Fortnite kid he, and get flossed on. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can't even trust this kid with a Nerf gun because like he'll, sh- you know, he'll shoot you in your face playing like, you know, oh, no regard no. for your eyeballs or nothing like that. He's, he'll just go off, but take that thing and shoot him right back in the head. Yeah. This bro. kid's just playing zombie games. He'll, he'll, you know, one time he called me into his little bedroom. He's like, can you put on this video with zombies? And, you know, some guy was like, uh, playing some uh, zombie game. I don't know if it's Nazi zombies or whatever. And then he kicked me out. He started watching that. And he k- comes out with his little gun and starts shooting everybody. I'm like, boy, this kid is, you know, something else. Were you a video game kid when you were growing up? I was. I was up until maybe middle school. I remember that I would stay up late playing, like, you know, games like Mega Man or, like... Uh, that's a good one. Bro. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A I did a lot of, like, fighting games, like Tekken... You're a little older than me. Yeah, yeah. Taken, yeah, Mortal Kombat. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I, I try to tell people, I'm like, 
I feel old. And they're like, you're only like four years older than us. And I'm like, that means you grew up with a phone your entire life. Right. I rode my bike with a CD player in my pocket. Same. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe even a cassette player. Maybe a cassette player, yeah. But we, we you ever play uh, 007? Absolutely. You know, or... or On the you, Nintendo 64? Yeah. Yeah, or the where, PS1? Where screen watching was born. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, right. because it wasn't no Call of Duty. Yes. It was uh, 007. I remember when I lived in Lampasas. Some kid, some neighbor, he had a Nintendo 64. We played 007, GoldenEye. First game system. Yes, sir. That game's a classic. Yeah. My dad got deployed. My mom was like, shut up. And she bought me a Nintendo 64. (laughs) And I was like, yes. Dude, uh, I was a gamer. And and I think the last gaming console I owned was a PlayStation 2. Really? And uh, I remember. You don't have one in the house then, do you? No. No. I have zero gaming consoles. That's good. That's I have good. maybe one game on my phone. It's probably, I would say that's one of the most productive times. So when I drove a truck, I didn't play Xbox for an entire year. Right. And that's, I made more well, money that year. I was more productive than anything that year. What I should be doing is reading. Because to be honest with you, I don't read an, like I don't at read all. at all. To at be all. honest with you, at all. Yes. One of my friends, I was with one of my buddies in Austin uh, two, Monday, and he's like, hey, I started reading this book and it's about how a man sees a woman and how he should treat her stuff like that. So it's a, I, I don't not know. really nonfiction, but right. Yeah. Yes. But, but what he, he was like, dude, I'm telling you, I never read, but this book has got you he was, into yeah, it. Yeah. He, he, he was, you know, line and sinker. I feel that. And I thought, you know what? I always say I'm going to start reading something. Just Did you ever get a book in, like, in school that they made you read that actually captivated your attention? Yeah. It, was pro- it wasn't How to Kill a Mockingbird. It was probably Absolutely like, not. I think <laughs> I'd always get the freaking Goosebump books. A great book, bro. <laughs> yeah, great Absolutely, book. man. R.L. Stein. Absolutely. It had to be R.L. Stein or like, my math teacher is a werewolf. Okay. That's yeah, but that's get, more you know? like it. Yeah. I feel that. It was like I was so like into the thrill, into the scare, man. But yes. that's I was actually a chicken shit when I was a kid. I was scared <laughs> of everything, bro. Dude. Now, yeah, no. But I feel like every book they were <laughs> trying to make me read, I wouldn't read it. I, I don't just... want to read Romeo and Juliet. No, yeah, no. The blue, what the blue no. is door. The the door no. is blue because uh, Shakespeare was sad in this moment. There was. Have no. you ever heard of a book called uh, 40, 40 Years of Forty years, forty acres, and maybe a, a mule. Uh, is maybe, it's uh, got to be about reparations or something. It's basically like I think it was like a slave would work for somebody, and they promised they would promise them like forty acres and maybe a mule. I still hear about that in Kendrick Lamar songs all the time. Oh, okay, okay. Right. So they're, they're everyone's supposed to be guaranteed forty acres and a mule. Yeah. And so now, there was a book about it, and right. I was so lazy that I only read the bio. But now that I'm like a fool, like I'm an adult, I was like, yo, actually, that sounds intriguing Out to me. Out of all the books I read, I read one in seventh grade, sixth grade. Right. It was called uh, The City of Sparks or Ember of Sparks or something like that. Never heard of it. And it's about, a, about basically the world after the world ends and everyone lives underground. And so electricity has become extremely scarce. Mm. And so they're using candlelights and everything. And right. someone rediscovers electricity. And it's supposed to help them power stuff and whatnot. It was a very interesting book, but I haven't read that in such a long time. There's supposed to be two or three, but I haven't read that shit. <laughs> so, right. yeah, I would like to read more books. 
I always like to read books about uh, finance and how things exactly work in a financial mind. aspect, you know? Yes. Globally, yeah. not just like... Why don't they teach that shit in just, school, bro? Yeah, exactly. They, they don't. They don't. Yes. I, honestly. I feel like if people were... Well, not people. I'm going to say... Because if I, had, if I was wealthy, I really wouldn't care where I'm dumping my money at. But for someone who's coming out... You know, who, whose parents were poor, like my parents. Which is like poverty. 85, 90 percent of America. Right. That right. is a fact. Like I have a, my cousin used to be a teller. Okay. He used to be a teller at Wells Fargo and uh, in Gainesville, Georgia. And he told me, bro, you have no idea. So you have no idea. Like all these people that I, I went to school with in high school, uh, they, you know, they lived this lifestyle that I thought was unmatched, unparalleled. And then, you know, they would slip into the bank and deposit money or make whatever. Obviously, they don't talk about it, but he told me because I'm over here. It's all the front. He's all, dude. And how were, long ago was that? They, Before like Instagram? Years, oh, no, years, okay, yeah. never mind. So, dude, these people were barely making it by. Exactly. At paycheck to paycheck. I'm like, yo, that's <clears> wild. It's all people to... that, that, you know, they're driving all these, you know, cars and you know, flaunting stuff on Instagram. It's like, dude, you have no idea. My old, uh, You'd truck, be surprised. My old trucking buddy was sitting there and driving with him, and I'm just chilling and whatnot. Right. Same age as me and everything like that. He's got a new car and a new phone. He's got a new wardrobe. I'm wearing a shirt that's like eight years old. But he's got $40 in his bank account. And I'm like, how do you sleep at night? Right. Knowing that now. one phone bill could put you in debt. Damn. And I, it's just like, buddy, you need to stop. And he's like, every like two or three days, like you want to go get a good dinner because we deserve it. I'm like, bro, we didn't even finish one work week yet. We don't <laughs> deserve it yet. What are you talking about, yeah. bro? Yeah, we don't deserve it. Yeah, no. And some people like that. I mean, I was actually in a phase where, I, you know, especially when I started working at where I work now, I was living paycheck to paycheck, and it was just the worst. It was just wild. I don't see how people can. It's definitely not sustainable. No, nah. I think they say what if like fifty percent of Americans can't afford to if if their next paycheck doesn't show up, they're not going to be able to pay their bills. Right, and then like seventy percent of Americans, if they don't get the second check, then that's how long it takes. So if you ever want to feel good about yourself, Edgar, statistically speaking, look up right. how much money you're supposed to have at your age. Mm, at thirty, and you'll see that like at twenty four, you're like, how much money should I have in my bank account? And they're like eight hundred dollars, and I was like, that's it. At 30? At like 24. Okay, okay. So that was two years ago when I was looking at that on stuff. Average, right, on average, right. Yeah. So it, it really does take a while, especially since people are racking up debt like crazy nowadays. We that live is, on credit, man. That is crazy. And I feel like that's just kind of one of those like, one of those rabbit holes that never ends. It just gets deeper and deeper. And it's like... And no one really prepares you for it either. No one really... I just, you know, growing up, my dad used to always tell me, but, but also... My dad wasn't, you know, someone who was brought up with, like, uh, m money knowledge or anything like wisdom, words of wisdom from his dad, nothing like that. But uh, obviously, at some point, my dad started building credit. And at right. some point, okay, got credit cards. And then he would it's preach to me. It's a necessary evil. Yeah. But, I mean, he didn't know that. And what he would preach to me was that credit cards were the devil. But... That was because of his misunderstanding of how things worked, or maybe I, I don't know. You if know. you play the game right, yeah, yeah, you credit play the cards game are right. great. Exactly. If you just follow the rules, exactly. if you break a rule, you are kicked in the shins. Exactly. And uh, for me, it's always like 
you know, take care of your payments and avoid the interest. You know, yes. monthly. Don't take be afraid to tell your friends one weekend, yo, I got to pick up a shift on Saturday, man. I'll see right. you next weekend. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like he maybe failed to do that. I don't know how things work back then, but obviously interest builds up and at some point you're just not able to catch up. So. Yeah. It's like but you're digging in quicksand. Exactly. Yes. My so, dad was a, a very strict individual as well. Um, he was one of those guys that if we got McDonald's, it was a rare occasion. And if this, Same. if this man could give the happy meal back, like the happy toy, like the toy that came right. in the happy meal back and get like 25 cents off, he would do it. He would, he would be like, dude, we got water at the house. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, dad, the a soda's included. And he's like, I don't care. No. And yeah. S- That's so wild because now that what, what, when I think about how we used to live when I was a kid, my dad was the same way. He was like, hey, you guys play your cards right. We're going to McDonald's Sunday before we go to Sunday service. Nice. And I was like, ooh, we were all pumped. Ooh, let's behave, let's you know? McDonald's, And then bro. a lot of times we would get, you know, because like the church that we used to go to was right behind McDonald's. So it ain't like we, we didn't have time to go. <laughs> but at some point, you know, there was various times that there was no money to go. And to me, like, yo, dad, I'm only asking for a damn, you know pancake a damn uh you know hash brown whatever have you looked at to see how much money like a perfect family is mm, no that's like eighty thousand dollars a year look combined it look it up well okay um so i already know i already know i don't yeah, have to that's a, i've been looking it at so okay. if you're if you're a, a poor family or you know let's say lower class middle okay. class, lower middle class it's easy to tell your kids yeah we can't afford that because they know we can't afford it Right. And if you're middle class, you can afford the things that they need, but you can also say, hey, I can't buy you a $50,000 car for your first car because we can't afford that. But right. I can afford to buy you a $10,000 car for your first car, right. right? But if you live with a millionaire, how do you tell your kids that they can't get an Audi for their first car? Right. You're going to drive this $1,000 beater. And they, it's like a little resentful because your parents aren't helping you the way they're supposed to be, right? Quote, that quote. makes sense. So they say like $85,000, $80,000 is a perfect range for a family income because you can afford to pay for everything they need while also prevent them from being spoiled. Rotten. Heck yes, yeah. absolutely. And that's, I mean, it's not like I'm striving to make eighty-five. I would like to make more money, of course. Oh, yeah. Of course. I, I don't want to be, you know, over one twenty a year. That would yeah, be at least awesome. One twenty. That would be That'd awesome. I'd be, be okay. But, I mean, just enough stuff to... Get yourself an office and pimp it out and get the stuff that you want to. All the adult well, toys cost a lot more money than yeah, I action mean, figures. If I just had enough money to be able to uh, go out every weekend, that'd be fine. I mean, and I'm not talking about, you know, go out on a yacht and not, you know, I'm just talking about if I can go out and eat where I want every week. And not look at the paycheck, not look at the check. You just hand them the credit card and you say, I don't even care how much it costs. Right. And if I say, hey, every once a month or once every two months, go out and travel somewhere, that'd be fine. I feel like every three months, Americans deserve uh, at least a little vacation. Go to the beach, go to Galveston Mm. or something. It's... It's very interesting how many people I've met in Texas that have never left the state. Right. And it's uh, it's a very interesting. But I'm also a firm believer that we don't need to work five days a week. I agree with that. Because, yeah. I, you know, just depending on your, your train of thought, if, like my dad's very like, you need to work 
every day. Mm-hmm. I get it. He's Mexican. We're Mexican. I, right. I, you know, that's the, the hustle is real. Yes. And to be honest with you, like growing up, I've realized that I like to work. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if I'm digging a hole or, you know, looking up damn, you know, material specifications for a customer on a computer. Cool. Like I enjoy I get some kind of rush out of both. It's just right. taking care of business, obviously. It's but, it, it's very different to just sit inside all day. Yeah. It's you feel I don't know about you, but I feel lazy. Yeah. I, I feel like I need to be doing something. It's, I feel like I need to be moving and I feel like I need both aspects, even you know, like a mental workout and then a physical, you know, whatever. Yes. Do something around the house. Something. But he, you know, his his mindset is always like, you gotta work, you gotta work, you gotta work. And if you miss one of these days of work, if you miss a day through, you know, it's like you're the no week, longer a good worker. Exactly. And it's like, what do you mean? Exactly. And I'm like, uh, you know, you took one day off. That's too much. Wow. Okay. I worked five. Isn't yeah. that too much? You know, so that's my five days of hardcore work, six day to recover. Sunday you would go to church, and then when do you enjoy time with your family? Yeah. And I think that's the different mentality between Mexicans here and Mexicans in Mexico. Because Mexicans in Mexico do not work all the time. There's, of course, some that work a lot. But right. they'll work there five, six hours, and they're like, it's time to go home, man. The job's done. Right. What am I going to keep sitting here, standing here for? Do you know my buddy, Josue Garcia? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so he's in Hungary. He's in Poland. Or, oh. no, uh, yeah. Was it Poland? I saw his baby. Oh, I looked at it on Facebook. He had a baby that was born. Oh, it's when? It's in. It's last night. I saw it. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. I don't keep up He's with this kid. He's stationed in the Air Force. Yeah. Obviously, I don't have Facebook or none of that. But so I, I can't keep up with him. Sometimes he just hits me up. Hey, I'm here. Uh, right. Last you, I knew, he was he was expecting a baby. So, congrats to my boy. If you're listening, you know I know somebody's listening overseas. I don't know who it is. Oh yeah. But if it's you, baby, hey, congrats. If you find that one Mexican in Poland, tell exactly. him congratulations. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I mean, uh, what, what was I saying? I was saying. Um, Okay, I, I don't know if you know him, but he was telling me that over there, where, he, where, where he's staying at right now, everyone has like daily, like like every two, three hours or something like that, they have like coffee breaks where they, hey, I'm not, we're not on our phones, we're not on watching TV, we're not watching Netflix, we're taking a quick pause from work. To enjoy a legitimate coffee break, yes. or crackers or whatever. Yes, and a real saying, that thirty-minute lunch break shit is not enough. Right. No. But it's just it's just unbelievable. He said, "Dude, I'm not even joking. There's no phones out. There's none of this BS, dude. It's just strictly hey, let's take coffee breaks. And it's like we take they take coffee breaks so serious over there. It's great. Though. Like, dude, we need that. Here. It's a community. You exactly. Know? It's a tight knit community. I feel like America's lost a lot of that." Oh, yeah. Like, especially, like, at where I work, sometimes we'll have luncheons, and, yeah, we'll interact maybe 10, 15 minutes. But everybody's watching YouTube videos and shit on their phones. At some point, they start pulling out the phones, and they're kind of like, you know, and I always tell, I'm always very, like, I'm always watching people. I'm very, like, um, seeing what's going on. Yeah, I'm a Walmart watching kind of guy, too, where I sit there and... I, I really, I, it's kind of strange that I say that I was on Facebook because I don't have Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter downloaded on my phone. Right. It's just someone. But you have like, Snapchat. I do have Snapchat. That's how I, if I lose a phone number, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. lose you forever, bro. Yeah. Please, no. no. So you have to add everyone on Snapchat yeah. just in case. My brother hit me up the other day because I guess you hit up Junior. Or yes. AJ. Yeah, I asked I him. Yeah. I call him Junior. Right. My bro, but AJ, he's a like, 
hey, man, some dude's hitting me up and is asking me for your number. Do I give it to him? And I was like, well, what's his name? He's like, it's Josh Parrish. You know a Josh Parrish? I was like, Do you yeah. not remember me, man? I was Come like, do on. you not remember this cat we played freaking every week yes. for the longest time? And I was like, just give him my number. Yeah, and then absolutely. you text me and I, I still had your number. So right. I don't know. Did you get a new know. phone or something? My phone had a, a meltdown the other day where it just deleted like not the contact, just the number in the contact. Hmm. I can show you this right now. I tried to send a message to my friend earlier and I was sitting there even looking at old conversations on my phone and I was like, who's this number? And I click it and I was like, that's my, that's my homie. Well, why is this not, right. not working? So you can see right here, I clicked my friend and just all the information's gone. Oh, okay. I just see. deleted his number. Why? 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 That's probably your phone, man. Yeah, it's it's about time to get a little upgrade. Probably a but iPhone this, or something. No, absolutely not. No. Are you Anyone an anti iPhone or what's up? I uh, for my controversial controversial uh, statement of the day, I think uh, iPhones are for old people. You think and so? Simple minds, because it's just got everything's big, one one button, one function. You can customize it a little bit, but not like an Android. Well, yeah, I get that point. But to me, I'm to the point where I don't care about customizing it. Right. I'm just, I, I, when I grew up, I had a, a iPod video. And I that remember. That was my phone. Yeah. I had a click, 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 S, uh, click, click, H, click, 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 E, you know. No, no, no. I no. had a. A flip uh, phone. Yeah. Same, yeah, same. When everybody's getting the iPhone 3, 3S, and the 5s coming out, and same. I have my iPod, my and that's what I was like, I'll, I'll text you when I get home. That's when I got Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, oh that's, boy, yeah. you, uh, you upscale. It's Bad just, and bougie. No, it was terrible because I remember moving to Lampasas, and uh, everyone was driving huge trucks. Yeah, my first yeah, car yeah. was $500, and I was talking to my dad about this the other day, and I was like, Dad, that's two days of work for you. Right. I was like, I'm not more than two days of work for you. He's like, it got you to school, didn't it? I was like, I Dude, guess. your dad sounds a whole lot like my dad. You want to know a story that blew my mind? Tell me. After my parents got divorced, uh, I lived, it was awful. I went to Lampasas, and my dad lived on Fort Hood in okay. a trailer. So me and my brother slept on the fold-out couches in the kitchen. Okay. And uh, we just... Couldn't afford to do anything. That's what my dad kept telling me. And then, like, five years later, he's like, that year that we lived in the trailer, I made $85,000 profit. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so I was like... I was stashing money the I whole was time? like, why the fuck were we eating Hamburger Helper every night, man? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was... My little brother was furious about Damn, it. Damn, that is wild. So... As we're using our track phones, that's penny, penny you can't hard, get no, buddy. you can't get no poon with that, you know. No, you're right. Yeah, it was awful. They're like, "Can I instant message you?" And I'm like, uh, "You can call me after eight <laughs> when my wow. minutes are up, man." Damn. Well, I mean, like, it's his money though, so I get right. it. Right. I, I, At the end of the day, that. you do what you want with your money. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't think I, you know, pinch that hard. But yeah, for real, you can't you can't break off five G's for your kids, no. man. Come on, man. When I moved here, I was literally one of the last people to own a phone. So it's not like I, you know, my parents were kind of the same way. I, right. uh, I had my first flip phone when I was 18 that I had to share with AJ. 
that isn't yeah it was whack it was just the worst everyone had their own phone to me everyone i felt like everyone was rich and i wasn't and like you said everyone had you know a decent car maybe a new car right and my first car was a 500 or 600 car that literally broke down when i was on my way to see the damn fireworks at the i got way too many way too many stories about this first car my friend it was wild but i told my dad i was like dad uh you know, everybody's driving a, you know, Camaro, a, a new GT Pontiac V8, what, whatever, anything, anything that wasn't 600 bucks. And he's all like, well, you know, my mom would always say, well, when you have your own job, you can buy yourself whatever you want. Right. I'm like, come on, I'm worth more. You know, yeah, I'm saying the I, come same on. thing. Come on. I'm your favorite child, you know? Yes. <laughs> my, uh, we, my junior year, we had a kid that lived at school and he was emancipated minor. Right. Um, I'm not going to use his real name because he doesn't like to use that anymore, but shout out King Savage. I hope you're King doing good, Savage. buddy. I, that's if you want to look up his rap name. Yeah, he wants to be known by his rap name, King, King Savage. King Savage, boy, what's up? But Mr. King Savage used to live with us, and my dad bought him an $800 car. And I was like, Dad, how is he worth $300 more than me? He's been living in the house for two months. I I remember getting, you see, you see my red cruise. Right. Right. When I got that car, it almost felt like I, I jumped into a new, like, uh, like a, into a new class of person, I guess. Right. It almost felt like I I'm jumped. I'm normal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm in the normal cat. I'm in the, what is it? You got the low income, then you got your medium. Okay. Right. I felt like I was in the medium level now. Yes. Because okay. now, I remember my mom was just like, your dad's not going to co-sign for that car. I'm telling you this right now. And obviously my mom's the boss. Yes. Because my dad would be like, whatever your mom says. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. how he was. Right. And, and then, she knows how his pockets are working. But I was fresh out. Like, I just graduated. I had a part-time job. I was making, you know, I could I could secure 500 bucks a month. Secure. Cool. So if anything, you know, anything more than that, you know, I could do it maybe. And uh, I was just like, mom, look. I, I can I can afford the car. Just let my dad sign for me. Quit being such a pain in my butt. You right? know? Like, Come on, look, please I, I help get me. That you guys at some point were irresponsible, but that's not me. That's not what right. I'm about. How old yeah. were your parents when you were born? Uh, You're the oldest, aren't you? No, second oldest. You have an older brother, AJ. Oh, I thought he was what? He's how many older? A year he's, older than he's you? He's 32. Oh, AJ, you're old, my friend. Yeah. I didn't know that. You he look might even young. Look younger. He looks like a baby. I though. think it's the facial hair for me. Yeah, it must because be. Because a lot, like I'm bigger than also, him. Also, he's a little. And his face is just a whole baby face. He's got a show. baby face. Yeah, he he looks like a midget. He's, he's short, and I look like you know I'm a freaking <laughs> giant next to this cat. Yeah, but he's older. And how old uh, were they when they had AJ? Uh, about I think they were 20, 21. It's weird, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually my dad's second group of kids so my dad was married before he met okay. my mom so i was my mom's first batch of kids with my dad's second batch of kids okay so that was a little different so so i think they had me like they were about 22 23 they mm-hmm. were like a decent like a fair age for a mexican because you know mexicans be popping kids out like at 13 14 whatever it's insane <laughs> numbers like it's wild Seven. i don't want to be you know Shout out, Carlos. You're like, what, 22 and have five kids? Sorry, my friend. God, buddy, you need to stop. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's wild. Like, I have a coworker. She was just telling me. She's like, oh, yeah, my, my son-in-law and my daughter are celebrating their anniversary. And I'm like, well, how old are they? Like, well, they, they're, you know, they're about 20, 21. 
was like, how long have they been married? Like three or four years. I'm like, what? Yeah, got married. I was like, wait, are they Caucasian? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, that's wild. That's, that's like, that's, I don't get it. That's so strange. But but anyway, like I was saying, uh, so I finally convinced my dad to co-sign for this car. Right. Made every payment. I think I paid like 18k. But hey, you know, hey, it's I had mine. Zero issues with the car, and I told my dad, I was like, Dad, if you just buy a new car, take care of it. This thing will take care of you. For at least 10 years. Dude, that thing took care of me, not only the four years that I paid it, but five years after that. Exactly. Five years after that. As a matter of fact, it stopped working literally like two months ago. You I've can had bring that it back car to life? since 2013. Are you going to give it to your kid first? Because that's no, some stuff that my dad no, would do. No. He'd be like, oh, that's going to be your heck first car, no, my man. No, no. No. Honestly. Nah, if anything, I'd probably, you know, you know, probably buy a kid something new. Not too new. He's going to hit. New, did you not right. get in a car accident ever when you were a teenager? Or hit a deer? I, Pop a tire? I never hit a deer. I do remember hitting my dad's pickup. I, so my dad had a, a van <laughs> that I hated driving, by the way, because he was like an Astro van. And oh. then he had a, a like a 250 diesel truck. Oh, yeah. He was <laughs> no, living no, nice. No, hear this. Like, I remember this like it was yesterday. But, but. The truck that my dad was driving was recently given to him by his boss. He blessed him with his truck. That's lovely. Lovely. And the van. What a great boss. Yeah, he was, he was phenomenal. Great guy. God bless him. And uh, I remember being late to school. I missed a bus, grabbed the keys to this van, and I'm telling you, I didn't see a car behind. I mean, there's a big van, obviously. I'm, I can't, you know, I'm not looking around the van. I'm just, I'm just trying to get to school. And we lived like between Lomita and San Saba at the time. Yep. Well, my parents still live there. And I backed up like a bat out of hell, dude. And boom! I was like, what the hell is that? I'm about to get my ass whooped. Dude, there was a big dent on the truck. I'm like, oh my god. I'm about to get my ass whooped. I didn't stop. I just went to school. And like when I got back, my dad was like, we need to have a little chat. Oh, he knew. Dad, I just want to let you know. He could hear that from another state. Yeah. I was like, Dad, I just want (laughs) to let you know that I hit your truck. He he wasn't too mad about it really. He was just like, what 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 the hell, you know? What? Well, he didn't say that. He's like, what happened? And I'm just yeah. like, dude, I was running late. I didn't see the truck. To be honest with you, but that's the only accident I've had. I have been in uh, a a few, but not really. Right. It's been for like it's the first thing I ever did was it was storming out in Cove, and I tried to go through a red light on a, a left turn signal, and the person stopped in the middle of the intersection. And I was like, well, what the... And I hit the brake in my little $500 car and good luck starting trying to stop that boat. And I slid and hit the back of his uh, ball hitch. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he tried to come out and say that he hurt his neck and everything. I was like, oh. Get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. Get the hell out of the here. The cop was that. like, dude, your car's fine. Get out of here. And nothing was wrong with the car. Took the license plate off, hit it with a hammer a couple of times, put it back on. That was right. the end of it. So uh, I've hit more deer than anything, honestly. I've and more dead deer than anything because the lights in the car are terrible. You can't see anything. I've been going down this road to Lampasas for the past 10 plus years, yeah. whatever. Dude, I've hit a deer one time. And I, I credit God for this one, dude. But I just happened to hit the deer in the right spot. Dude, I sent this deer to damn 10 buck two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and dude, I this thing literally left crap on my damn windshield. Ooh. I Hit the crap out of this damn deer, bro. I'm telling you. Fuck up your car? No. 
Wow. The okay. only thing it messed up was my uh, my stitching, my netting around okay. the Chevy emblem. Right. You know, it has like this netting. Right. It just broke. Oh, wow. I was just like, no, no, no. I pulled over. I was actually by the VFW, the airline passes. And I was like, yeah, my car's about to overheat any second. I was just looking at the needle. It wasn't overheating. I stopped, got off. I saw it. I was like, no way. There's no way nothing broke here. Like, there's no way. I, I just couldn't believe it. That's insane. And I just went to work. I was just happy all yeah. day. You know, I don't have to pay I destroyed a deer and I'm fine. Yeah. So happy about it, dude. Yes. Yo. But, uh, dude, that was wild, man. I'll, I'll keep a deer, convert, deer stories away. But I, I got one story for the car that I think is the most funny. That uh, one time we're doing a tire rotation on the cars. My dad's a mechanic, so... I trust him. <laughs> That's the key yeah. to the story. Okay. I trust you. And so I'm sitting there. We do the tire rotation. And uh, I'm going back to work because I'm tightening it with an iron wrench. And okay. he's sitting there has the automatic uh, nut tighter, whatever you want to call it. I don't mm -hmm. know how you want to call it an automatic, but it's basically got a drill. Yeah. And connected to your air. Yeah. And he's the one that's supposed to tighten all the lug nuts. Right. And so I go to school and I'm like, dad, I don't know if we messed something up on this car because it is shaking, shaking like shit. And he's like, oh, it's just got to work the bugs out. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Damn. Right. I'm driving back home. I'm like, I call him again. Dad, dude, this car is rocking like crazy. Rocking like a damn cradle. Baby. It Come is. I am. It feels like I'm driving on those bumps the entire time. Okay. And then all of a sudden, my car drops down about six inches, and I look forward, and my car, my tire is in front of the car, and it's rolling down the highway, because now I'm like, oh shit, I'm on three wheels now. I'm right. I'm, right, I'm driving a tricycle now. Right. And the tire rolls down, goes into a ditch, pops up, lands into a tree over a fence. Cop shows up, and I'm like, uh, yeah, this happened. Tire fell off the car, and snapped the lug nuts off. He didn't tighten them. Right. And. This cop's like, well, I can't go across that property. Hands me the nightstick. He's like, you can try to get the tire if you want. I'm like, I look at this little two-foot nightstick, and I'm like, the tire's 40 feet fucking in the tree. How am I supposed to get that? Right. Yeah, we just left it there. Sorry. I can't I can't climb no 40-foot tree in someone else's property. Yeah, no. Yeah, that was it. So. Once you get shot, you know, there's a sign. Yeah, it's not worth, yeah, if no. it's not worth a $500 car, it's not worth a $30 tire. No, definitely you know. not. Absolutely uh, not. I actually seen that happen firsthand somewhere there in Corpus Christi. I remember seeing a bunch of traffic just stopped. And I saw this truck in the very front holding up all the damn traffic. And his tire was bouncing, still bouncing. But we got to, I was like, oh, man. Damn. Dangerous. That is wild. Absolutely like, dangerous. Like, uh, like we were going to uh, Mexico. And this trip, my, my, uh, my sister-in-law, she... Uh, I was driving shotgun. She was driving, and she was like, "Uh, uh, my tire's low." I, I heard a pop, but <laughs> before before she said that, she's like, "My it's tire's low. low." It's gone. She's all like, "Yeah, we'll air it up in the next town," which was Uvalde. Okay. Yeah, it was Uvalde, and I was just like, "You drove on a on the rim the entire time." No, I said, "Hey." You're not airing up nothing. Pull over now, dude. I was close enough dude. to the home when this happened where my dad made me drive on the rim home. Wow. I drove probably seven miles an hour for 10 miles. So Damn. that took me about an hour and a half yeah, yeah, as yeah. I drove on a rim. 
this is how cheap that man is. That he's like, you don't need a tow truck. On his behalf, like tow trucks are damn expensive. To they be are. With you. They are. But I was like, hey, dude, pull over right now, sis. And she, uh, she didn't even know. I was like, I already know. Your tire's gone. I smell. Do you not smell what's yeah, going on here? It's like, gone, dude. Like, dude, your tire was blown out. And dude. I changed it. Spare tire. Right. Got back to town. Got to Eagle Pass, which our family knows people there. So they were like, hey. Yeah, come they to, it out. You yeah. know, stall three or whatever. That's nice. And we got our tire changed and all that. But it was quick. It was quick, quick process. But... Couldn't it's wild, all the stuff you, you go through and learn something. All right, yeah. All right, I got a quick question for you, Edgar. Right, Can up? we pause this podcast and get a refill? Heck yeah, dude. That'd Let's be do great. It. And we're back. We just had to go get some quick refills, gang. And we were just talking about some... A story. Right. A story. So one thing that hits my mind is if you go out there and you have a crazy night, there's lots of things that can go wrong. Right. And what is a night where you hit home runs the entire night? Where it was crazy and everything went right. So I was telling Edgar this story, so I'll rewind a couple steps and start for you guys. So we're bringing Savage back into this conversation. 21. Yeah, because he he lived with me, so he's my buddy. So Savage attended a college in Dallas. We have another friend named Sean who went to Oklahoma University. And so I go see Savage, and we're just sitting there chilling for the day, playing okay. basketball, chilling around. And he asked me if I want to go to Oklahoma to go see Sean so we can go hit the casinos. Right. And I was like, sure. This is when I was like 19, you know, when the bank account's not looking that great. I was exactly. like, yeah, we can go to the casino for 13 seconds, but you <laughs> <laughs> did a couple, you know, yeah, corner slot. I could, yeah, that's it. I'll pull machines. the slot machine five times, and then we're just time to get right. out of there. So. Uh, we go see Sean, and to give a little backstory on Sean, Sean was a, uh, had a, I don't know if he had a full ride, but he had a scholarship to do high jump there. And so Sean lived in an extremely nice dorm. And the dorm this is going to be relevant in the future. The only people that lived in the dorm were full ride athletes and extremely rich kids. So right. if you like open the window, just Bentleys and Beamers and Mercedes and Audis in the front. Right. That's it. And so... This is during graduation week. It's a little slower. So we go see Sean. We go to the casinos. And we'll give a little bit of backstory. Savage is a little, as by the name, he's a little crazy. So we're sitting there. And I was like, I'm just going to play on the slot machines. And that's what Sean wanted to do. And Gary's like, no, I'm playing blackjack. I was like, all right. And Sean's like, yo, Gary, whatever you do, do not take your black ass near Asians. Please, you will lose all your money. And so we walk in the casino, we're playing and whatnot, and then we walk up to Gary after about an hour and a half, and we see uh, this tiny, tiny Asian guy. Oh. I'm talking oh, like no. four foot eleven. Walks Looks up. highly intelligent. Super intelligent, okay, right? Okay. He's got a Gucci purse. What kind oh, of men walk sad, around so. with a Gucci purse with just bands of a thousand? Right. Literally puts his hand around Savage and goes, oh, black man, you want to play the cards, huh? Oh, sit next to me. Damn. I was like, we were like, Sean, stop. I mean, Savage, get out of there right now. now get he, out of there before he robs you. Yes. Chicken, boy. So he doesn't listen to us. So we walk away for a second. 
and we meet a guy named Keith Ford. Okay, so Keith Ford used to be the running back for A&M, but he got transferred to Oklahoma. He was the second string running back. So now we got a foothold in the door, right? Because okay. we're, we're with someone with on the football team, and we have a track star with us now. Okay. So we talk to Keith, and we are just figuring out, just chatting it up with him. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for the rest of the night? Probably just going to go to IHOP and go home, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> After this, you know, nice. I lost $80. You know, I'm like, that's too much right now, right. bro. So It's my life savings right there. Yeah. This other man walks up behind Keith. And this, like, six-foot-five white guy, huge. He walks up there, and he's like, what's up, guys? What y'all doing tonight? And we're like, well, shit, we just chilling, man. And he's like, well, we just waiting for our boy over there. And he's like, all right, let's go over to the table real quick. He walks up to the table. He throws $100 on the table. And he's like, I bet on this man right now. And we were like, no, 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 no. Because we can't afford to pay this man back right now. Right, no, no, right, no, no. Right. He's like, don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. He's like, I already made $6,000 tonight. And we were like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> okay, put a couple more if you want. Uh, yeah. Shoot, whatever. So Gary actually, I mean, we actually win that hand. And then two hands later. Savage lost all his money. So oh, damn. Yeah, it was a quick one. But uh, the tall guy, we're just going to call him Big White because I have no clue what the hell his name is. Right. Big White's like, hey, we're going to this club later. We'll meet y'all there. So we continue our operation. We go to IHOP and we eat dinner. <laughs> and then come back, get ready, go to the club. And keep in mind, this is graduation weekend. We are 19 and we are trying to get into clubs where only graduates are. So we okay. get to the back of the line, waiting like 20 minutes. Line's not moving very fast. And we're like, dude, we're not going to be able to get in. We're not of age. <laughs> we're not going to get into the club. Right. And so Big White walks up behind us and he's like, hey, motherfuckers, what are you doing? And I was like, we're just sitting and waiting in line. He grabs Sean and me by the collars and just walks us up to the front. VIP. And he just was like, the guy gave him, dabs him up and he's like, how many people are coming with you? And he was like, us six. And then he just points to three random ladies in the line. And he's like, and these three ladies too. They're coming with me. And now we're in the club. Big White goes and buys us two drinks. Okay. Yeah. And he's like. Shout out Big White. Shout out Big White. (laughs) And he's like, all right, you you guys go explore for a little bit. So that's what we do. We go watch a fight in the back of the club. We're sitting there stealing shit off the walls and whatnot. (laughs) (laughs) Just just enjoying life. And so eventually the club comes down and we have a lady who comes with us. We're just going to call her Cougar because that's what she is. She is way too old to be in the club. She's probably good at her heydays, but she's way too. We take her with us and we're like all right big white thank you for a great night thank you for letting us come to the club whoa, and everything. Whoa, whoa. It ain't he was like yet. he was like motherfuckers where are you going and he was like get in the truck and we were like you've you been drinking bro he was like did i fucking stutter and i was like all right i was like i was like sean get your ass in the truck <laughs> <laughs> so we get in the truck and we're now we're starting to get curious what the hell do you do big white and so he's got this big construction decal on the back of his car. And turns out Big White used to be a porn star for a little bit. He owns his own construction business oh. and whatnot. But I was like, I guess. I mean, the $6,000, sure. And he right. was like, all right. I got an uncle who really likes me and doesn't have a kid. You should look up his name. I'll look it up. This man's on the Forbes list. 
Okay. So Big White's got money. Okay. Big White's got money. So we go to his house. It's not a huge house, but it's definitely enough for one person. Five bedrooms, four bathrooms. Okay. Yeah. We go to Big White's house. And he sits there, walks in, and he says, he opens up this ginormous liquor cabinet. Takes one bottle off, and he says, you can drink everything you want except for this. And I was like, fucking deal. I was like, we've been drinking $6 vodka. (laughs) Give me a damn Dasani water right now. I'm drinking. Yeah, for real. Anything. So we walk in there, and there's some jewelry sitting on the counter and whatnot. uh, Old Savage, he's a little bit of a mooch. Right. And we sit there, and Savage says, yo, Big White, that's a nice watch, man. And he's like, you like that watch? You can have that watch. And he just gives it to him. What did Big White look like, man? Dude, just brown hair, ginormous. Just imagine, uh, uh, like, what's that? Name? Travis Kelsey from the from the Kansas City, the, okay. tight, the tight end. Right, right. Just like that. Damn. Just like that. And so we walk in there and just gave Savage a watch. And Savage is like, are you kidding me? He's like, this watch is nice too, though. Gives him another watch. Let's take the watch. I was like. Shit. Okay. Cool. Well, so, hey, I like your I like your Picasso painting. On yeah, the I like the I like the truck, man. I like the house. I love the house, man. Come on. So we're sitting there, enjoying our night. I'm playing 06 Tiger Woods on the freaking old Xbox and shit, because it's not really that crazy. There's not too many ladies there. It's a lot more chill. Right. But sitting there and enjoying our night. Eventually, some people come over. Whatnot. The cougar ends up getting railed by Savage and Big White. But I'm just sitting there chilling with Sean, Keith, and his girl. And so we'll fast forward a little bit. Night starts to come to a close. Savage is like, hey, open your mouth. And I was like, what's up? And he drops a a pill. It's Molly. Drops a pill on it. And he's like, I was like, what is that? He's like, I don't know. But you got another watch. And he hands me a watch. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I was like, I just had to take the pill, and I got another watch. And I was like, all right, cool. So eventually, Savage comes down again. He's like, all right, it's time to go. And I was like, all right, whatever, sure. We walk out. Savage ended up taking some money. We have the freaking, like, a bottle, and we have our watches and jewelry with us. So he stole money. Yeah, he's a terrible person. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out. You're my brother still, homie. So. <laughs> We could literally see the OU University. Like, we could see this ginormous sign. So we just walked back to the campus, went to sleep. Next morning, Big White's like, text Sean. Great night, boys. I really hope you guys hit me up next time you guys come to Oklahoma. And I was like, bet. Big White, we Big coming at White. you, dog. But to top it off, it's move-out week. So all of these kids that are foreign exchange students or rich kids, they don't take their stuff with them. They just throw it away. So we ended up walking away with a TV. We ended up walking away with like seven or eight pairs of shoes, 30 shirts, a couple pants, more jewelry. Just Damn. going floor to floor, take, going through their boxes like a bunch of pack rats. It was basically like a, a DIY uh, Goodwill. It was great. Right. It was great. So we walked away with probably, I mean, one watch was like 60 bucks. One watch was $400. One okay. watch was 200 bucks, which was, these are all great licks for us at the time. Right. And so, for a night that could have gone wrong at any moment, and it we could have lost went money, right so many it times. was a grand slam. Damn, no tickets, like a... went back, best night in a minute. 
can't think of a night that everything, like every check was dialed. But I, I maybe I can think of a few nights where I had a plan, I had an itinerary, and everything just checked off. I know this happened a few times. Because, like, I, I don't recall the, uh, like, everything that went down, but I recall in my head saying, there's no way. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. Right. No, there's no way that all this happened. There's no way that everything went the way I designed it to go, and it did. Nice. I, I've had had several nights that went like that, but but big white, damn. You know what a fun night. Yeah, I could not um, like. I don't think they're gonna. You know, I mean, unless you got hella money, or right. a name to yourself, you're not gonna have many nights like that. In right. My opinion. I I remember. Uh, I, well, I I don't buy expensive watches, but I did buy a couple hundred, few hundred dollar like a watch. That was a couple hundred dollars, and I left it in Denver. Ouch. At an Airbnb. You want to know the biggest L? When I was a little kid, uh, I hated soccer. It's very surprising. (laughs) Yes. 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 Because I even played college ball. I love soccer. And so, um, I, uh, my dad comes back from Iraq and he's like, I'm tired of you sitting in the damn grass and just messing around. And he's like, every time you score a goal, I'll give you 10 bucks. And I was like, bet. I scored seven goals that day. That became a full-time job. <laughs> Bro, we walked away with, like, in one season, I had $370 in my pocket. Okay, you felt as pretty an, bossy, huh? As an eight-year-old. Right. I was feeling amazing. I ended up going to a arcade, left my wallet on top of the money exchange machine. Oh, no. There goes $370 as Dude, a kid. I remember the first time that I got a $100 bill. Is this before they were blue? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And I thought I was boss. Yes. I was like, dude, I'm the freaking richest man on the planet. <laughs> big, big dick in a locker room. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like when, you know, you grow up poor, you you know, look at a hundred bucks. You're like a big deal. You could get anything you really want. So at what age did you actually start playing ball? Like, you know, I played you since I was a kid, but I started probably taking it serious around eight years old. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And then I've been in love with it ever since. Dude, I, I hate the fact that I started playing when I was 24. What was your first sport then? Basketball. Really? I you probably kicked my ass then. I've only and been I, playing basketball I mean, for like three like, months and it's so fun. I wish I would have played it more as a kid. Basketball is one of those things that I played forever. I just somehow didn't get any better. Did you play at Lomita High School? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I did. You didn't have a soccer team at Lomita, no, though. That's why. Yes. And I, I think I quit football for three years, and then I only joined senior year. I should have played football. I should, I, should have have, I should have kicked for the football team the whole time. I should have damn quarterbacked, but I was too, too much of a little Pansy. chicken. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, dude. My yeah, when everybody's like, a foot oh, taller than me and 50 pounds heavier, I was like, I don't want to kick the ball, bro. I if I break my foot for soccer season, I'm going to never live it. I'm I not going to forgive myself. I guess I just felt like, I kind of felt like I wasn't good enough to, like, I didn't believe in myself when I, I was that. at that age. I was like, you know, I can't throw a football. I, I was able to. I was like, you know, at home, I throw a damn cannon. Right. But I was just like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah. So many things could go wrong, and I'm just counting. I'm betting on that rather than things going right. Yes. But I feel like I'm, at this point, I'm better at soccer than anything else. Like, uh, just because I just love it. I'm going to be honest with you. I used to hate that sport, man. Dude, three days ago when I saw you playing two days ago, there's a new confidence in you, man. 
taking uh, people on and breaking ankles. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Edgar, take it easy, my man. I, I got a family, my man. <laughs> I got a family. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. So I'm excited for tomorrow, honestly. Yeah, me too. I, I, uh, I, you know, I, I used to do this back when we used to play in the league. I'd always run slow in warmups. I'd always run slow. I'd always mess up my kicks. As long as I got the touches in, I was fine. Were you a heavy kid in high school? Uh, no, I was a lot. I was lighter than you are, probably. Really? Okay. Yeah. I did cross country four years straight. Yeah, that's because that's like the number one sport there in Lomita. No. There's Basketball, not, would, uh, I would say. But yeah, but cross country was, there. I was definitely putting some miles in. Right. Y'all played seven on seven football in Lomita? Or did y'all have a. Wow, even worse. Yeah. That's a tiny little school. Tiny. Y'all have a tennis team, a football team, track, and weightlifting, right? And cross country. That's right. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Tennis, yeah. Tennis is kind of new. Yeah, usually that's the... That's what I usually see at most core schools. You have at least a tennis, at least a... Every Texas school is trying to play football. Come on. Right. Every school is running. If you're not from Texas, there's three things. It's Jesus, football, beer, in that order. And you can put beer, sweet tea, and Dr. Pepper all in the same category. It's in that, that order. That. So. Makes sense. That's Texas for you right there. That <laughs> but, is Texas to but, its core right there. Yeah, dude. I, man, I just... I feel like I started playing soccer too old, but at the same time, even now, I feel confident. I feel That's good. how I feel about basketball. And I, like, I, can, I, you know, I can turn on the freaking switch, and I can run all night. The next day, I'll feel it. Absolutely. But all Keeps that you young, night, though. You know, I just... I can go. You know, I'm Absolutely. telling you. I think it's a straight adrenaline. That just. One thing that blows my mind is how people just are like addicted to sports in high school and then just don't play sports after and nothing that's that i can't i th- i th- have I, to I go know. play stuff dude i am i i hate this fact but it's a fact that i am freaking i'm addicted to competition now you tell me hey let's go play damn ping pong or tennis i don't want to lose tennis that i don't play and i don't i don't have a passion at all for tennis but I will compete with you Absolutely. because I'm just a competitor. Like uh, basketball, football, whatever. I have a really hard time turning that. I've, I don't think I've ever turned it down. To be honest with you, like I don't think I have you friends need to burn it. They they play flag football. I'm like I'm tired, but I'm in. You yeah, know, and, I, and exactly. I'm in. And basketball, I'm in. Soccer, dude, I'm in. Yes. I'm, I'm not like I'll cancel anything for soccer, but Absolutely. if there's you know. But, dude, I'm in. I'm into freaking... I'm always down to just freaking... So it breaks your heart every time people are like, all right, I'm done for the night. And I'm like, come on, guys. We just getting warmed up. Yeah, we've only been playing for an hour, guys. Come on. (laughs) No, I feel that way. I feel that. And it hurts me sometimes. Like, yo, like this sport, I I, I can see myself playing the sport when I'm 50. Yes. To be honest with you. Yes. What's your favorite team? I don't really watch pro soccer. Really? No, I really don't. I, I never know. have. Really? Okay. So I can't really, I can't, I mean, I know a couple teams, but I can't really say, oh, that's my favorite oh, team. You, I, I really don't. you don't watch the Champions League? No. You're a sinner. I, I know, man. I'm terrible. Yes. Like, people are like, oh, this this team, that team, uh, Chelsea beat, whatever. I'm like, oh, I don't know who the hell these people are. You know, I, just, I just, I know who Messi and Ronaldo are. You oh, know? I know, my goodness. That's you know? it? <laughs> yeah. That's like saying, I know who Tom Brady is. It's like, wow. <laughs> Oh, you know who LeBron James is? Congratulations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I know who Stephen Curry. No. Yeah. No, well. but no, it's just like, I, I never really watched it. 
Yeah. But I've always had a thing for playing now ever since, you know, I started playing. And I hated the sport at first. Even in Mexico and Piratas Negras, they never asked you, like, who's your favorite team? No. Really? Matter Every fact, time well, I go The down? last time I was there, I was watching Mexico play against, uh, it was about two months, a month ago, a month and a half. Mexico played somebody. It was a big game. Uh-huh. It was here in Dallas. Wow. And so you've been to a professional game? No. Well, I, I went to watch U.S. play Granada. Okay. Here at the Austin FC Stadium, because a friend invited us. Did they actually use their starting lineup for the USA? Yeah. So you got to see Pulisic yes. and McKenney. Yes. Nice. Yeah. It was a. It was. It was a good game, dude. It was a blowout game. It was five zero. So you're not looking forward to November. Uh, for the, the uh, what is it? The World Cup. Yes. Yes. Okay. So now. After watching that and watching other games, I'm like more intrigued, more interested in watching it. But like back then, I'm like, I don't care to you watch know, it. The person that I got to watch fall in love is Nijin, the one you talked about. Nijin. Nijin. Shout out my boy. Nijin. Where's Nijin at right now? He lives in Lubbock. Yeah. He lives in boy. Lubbock. He's, He's a ball every. Yeah. I got to watch him. He sends me soccer memes and he watches games now. And he's like, why the hell didn't you tell me about this when we were 14? And I was like, most people think soccer's gay, man. Yeah, that's that's a fact. Yeah, that's it's a fact. it's a Tinkerbell sport, right? A lot of my friends are like soccer. Like uh, people that don't play with me, obviously, like soccer's stupid. It, yeah. Like you have no idea. I used to say the same thing, but I got an adrenaline pinch, man. Absolutely. Something happened, like a switch, and then you, you that that addiction for the control of the ball. That's it's it's not something that that people master. Yes. You know, for early. other people, I can only describe it as. Once you hit that deep three, or you catch that over-the-head one-handed catch in football, it, it, that's when you hit that upper 90, you're like, oh, yeah, that was wet right there. Abs- and now you're, I'm stuck here for another 30 minutes trying to replicate it. Yeah, exactly. No, you, yes. I'm always trying to replicate. <clears throat> for me, it was always the chips. Oof. And Which I, I, I consider myself a master of chipping. If you get now. chipped on, you just got dunked on. And, uh, yeah, I'm mean, like, dude, I can chip over you quick. And a lot of people are confident that they'll they'll headbutt it or or if a goalie's there, he'll... Easily stop it. No. No. No, my chips are calculated. I got Tostitos damn crunch, bro. I got damn math formulas, dude. You're not getting this. this no, nah, you're not getting this chip, baby. I like that. I can chip it right. Like, I can formulate a damn math equation, calculate your height times you know your verticals i'm looking at the shadows putting pythagorean theory and shit (laughs) i know how high i need to put this ball in order for you to not get it absolutely and i'm just addicted to getting it right every time and replicating it over and over and for me that's like yo this is if i could do it five times i want to do it five more right absolutely if i could you know do my crosses if i can get the cross right if i can hit that cross and do it again and replicate it and even make it better. Right. Uh, on the money. I want to do it. It's it's something else. That's why I've really been thinking about coaching. I'm trying to but I want to make I want to get paid to coach. Yeah. You know, if you coach after your school or after your job, you're paying to coach. Yeah. Now I want to get paid to coach. Right. And so I feel like in America you don't really have the options besides what's your only choice? Work for a high school, really. You know, if you go live in Spain, they got a youth academies and stuff that you could be a coach for. Right. Where, what's the nearest youth academy here for soccer? Exactly. Makes sense. Yeah, so I feel like, I don't know, everything, that was the one thing that I told 
the Mexicans in Mexico that I wish they could experience. So right. they were sitting there practicing soccer and basketball and football. Flag football is very big in Mexico, extremely wow. big. Wow. Right. And uh, I really wish they I, – I wish we would expand the NFL. I might say something controversial, but I wish we would include more Canadian and Mexican teams right. and grow it a little bit because I get the 32 teams, but – one thing that's really interesting to me about soccer that I wish, uh, I w even wish baseball would do it too, because in, in baseball it's just the core of 30 teams, and then you have your AAA teams and your AA teams. Right. But in soccer, it, it, let's say there's 20 teams in the league. If you're in the bottom 20, 19th, and 18th place, you get relegated, and you get sent down to the lower division. And the first, second, and third teams from the division underneath you, they get promoted. Okay. So we have teams that were superstars in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and now they're five or six divisions lower. And it's they were has-beens. And we have teams like RB Leipzig, and within seven years, they promoted six divisions in Germany, and they were in the Champions League. So you can make your way up. So you can create a team, and then Quick. your ass will be in the NFL. Right. If you're good enough. So I wish a team could start in Mexico. Right. Kick the crap out of the Jets. Because right. the Jets are terrible. And then, sorry Jets, you got relegated. Now you're playing in double A, triple A. Right. And so I wish there was divisions in the NFL. I'm tired of watching the Jacksonville Jaguars get the shit kicked out of them right. every year. I agree. Well, I agree. I see your point. So. Not that I'm a big football fan, but I do know that there's teams that aren't even... They're not, you know, they're never brought up in conversations about Super Bowls. Like, you already know. Yeah, absolutely. It's only a mix of maybe five, six, seven teams. It's, it's just the These point where teams, if your team loses, you're exactly. like, what the hell? Exactly. So. Like, there's, I know that there's names of football teams. I hear nowadays the, the uh, I'll give you an example. Not the Panthers. The Panthers? Pan uh, they were good. Hmm. They won the Super Bowl in, what, 2009, I think? I know some football fans are going to correct time, me. The, the, the Titans. When was the last time they made? Oh, dude, that's my favorite team. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry but like, didn't Vince Young play for the Titans? Yeah, and he's rough. Okay, yes. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, like, there's a lot of teams. They're actually like, doing fantastic lately. Okay. But they keep getting to the, like, I would say rough one or two doors before the Super Bowl, and right. then they falter. Well, I mean, there's many teams that don't even get there. So having like for example the Buffalo Bills made the playoffs right. last year and they were irrelevant before then, right? For a while. Right. I mean the Buffalo Bills ended up I, I would hate to be a Buffalo Bills fan. Do you know anything about them? No. Oops. Because they're nobody. Well, I know our other Texas listeners are going to know about the Buffalo Bills, bro. Maybe. Unless only Mexicans are listening, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, trust me. I got someone from Yeah, I was just telling my brother. I was just like, "Hey, because he was in in, 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 in Europe." Yeah, and he was yeah. just like, hey, uh, I was like, bro, do you know anybody in Europe, like literally somebody? He's all like, uh, not anyone like that I hold close to my heart. I was like, well, I have a listener that's in Belgium or that's Brussels. Awesome. Brussels? Bru that's the main city in Belgium. Okay, there's uh, somebody that listens or a group of people, I don't know. That shout out Belgium. Sh shout out Belgium. I don't it's know who a... listens to the podcast there, but I appreciate it. And I actually talked to my brother earlier. He's like, bro, I just want you to know. There was because I did a podcast and I talked about Wade versus Roe. And he was like, bro, Oof. I just want you to know that a lot of people hit me up about your podcast talking about this subject. And I was just like, what they say? Nah, something about I needed to be more informative on the matter. On because I didn't know. Like, I mean, 
I'm one of these people that don't watch the news. Afterwards, I read about it, but that's simply because a few people actually DM'd me uh, regarding the matter. Hey, you don't really know. I was like, you're right. I don't know what's going on. Let me look into it. And I did. But really, I was just, I was just actually just telling him. I was like, bro, I don't know enough about the matter, but I'm simply stating the fact that there was hoes out there on TikTok basically flexing the fact that they've aborted five plus kids. Exactly. Like, yo, this is an issue. Here's my controversial term. Okay. If you say that you're a MILF and you're 22 years old and you have one kid, you're not a MILF. You're, you're a simply hoe. an irresponsible parent. Or who that. was? You could be, a, I'll say, not an irresponsible parent. You're simply someone who fucked around way too early. Okay, that. Yes. But, I mean, there was like, I was like, yo, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that I, women shouldn't have the right to choose because I, I, I'm not a woman. I don't give a but crap. I, but like, yo, okay, do what you want. Right. You know, everybody's going to answer to God at some point. And right. I don't have to answer for somebody else. Thank God. Cool. But I'm simply saying that there was women, like I saw, I literally saw this video. She was like, yeah, I had five abortions. I can't wait to get a six. I'm like, dude, you're killing babies for sport. Yeah, like, dude, real. that's wild. Like, yo, who does that and flexes it? Who does that and admits it? That coochie gonna be ginormous. Dude, I just like, dude, this <laughs> is like mentally, this woman is like, that's that was my what I was trying to get my point across well, on the podcast. The thing that bothers me about a woman who's had five abortions is I'm gonna have to bet ninety percent that this lady does not have a nine to five job. She probably is getting government assistance. Probably. Probably. Does she, has she attended college? Has she attended a trade school? Has she worked a consistent job for the last two years? Probably not. Probably not. Because they're just milking the system. Yeah. That's Is her I mean. hair a natural color? Are her fingernails longer? It's I can already see the person, and it doesn't. It's regardless of color, they look all the same. Right. Long ass fingernails. You, you sit there and you got a brand new cracked iPhone. It's the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Um, but I feel like now, as, the, as time progresses now, like there's more of that wokeness, and it's just... It's fake it's, woke to it's me. It's freaking annoying It is, me. though. It's, if you hear something on, on a subject matter, and you don't look it up, you can't really... I, I say anyone can inform an opinion. So the, right. what I'll say to the listeners about Roe v. Wade is if Edgar sounds like he has no clue what the hell he's talking about, this is what... in a normal person that's not very interested in the subject matter right. thinks. And I think that is where America is drawing a lot of disconnect. Right. Is that if you have a controversial subject is that you need to extend your hand rather than bashing someone for not looking up the subject matter. Right. Right. It, it's not like if you've never had an abortion and, you know, you've been with the same woman for what? I, you know, it, it, 10 years, 15 years, then why would you be worried about abortions? Right. Right? And it also, it, it's it's one thing that really sticks into my, my mind for a long time is we had a, my history teacher, I had the same history teacher for the last two years in high school. And everyone was like, oh, he's liberal. Oh, he's conservative. And it's like, it's because he's just pointing out both points of views. Right. And he said that, Thomas Jefferson, I know a lot of people hate Thomas Jefferson because he owned slaves and whatnot, but he always talked about the separation of church and state. 
And you keep your religion out of politics and you keep your politics out of religion. Right. But to me, I think religion is involved in politics and I don't think politics are that involved in religion. I think a lot of people push their religious views On into politics, politics right. which is a big thing about abortion. You know, if you want to get an abortion, I could care less. I would not do some scandalous shit like that. Right. Like, I wouldn't do it myself, but I'm not going to say you can't just yeah, because I don't want to. So yeah, I'm not exactly. Say that. But yeah. I'm also not going to sit there and look at you like, oh, you're going to be sitting on Lucifer's doorstep in a couple right. of years because, because I you could had an abortion. Be before you are. Yeah, right. I, I could care less. And I, I also understand that times change, you know, consistently all the time. Right. And scenarios change, obviously. Have you ever heard in, Joe Rogan's specific- joke about abortions for men? No. He said if men could get pregnant, abortions would be an app on your phone. And we would just be deleting babies like <laughs> nothing. <laughs> no, I, I, I listened to a podcast. It was him and uh, Schultz, you know. Schultz, Andrew. Andrew Schultz, exactly. He's like, you know what? I wish, you know, because a lot, a lot of people go interviewing people. What's your body count? What's your body count? If women could actually wear their body count on their forehead... You know, the world would be a better place. I, 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 I wish women would be more honest too. with maybe, it too. Yeah, maybe men too. I think it'd be. I, the same I think thing. I, I wish people could be more honest with it. For myself, I know a lot of men. If you talk to a girl who's been with eight, nine, ten people, that's already too much. Oh, and yeah. I feel it's a little unfair, especially since a lot of my homies that I know have been with 40, 50, 60 girls. Yes, agreed. And, and how? And if you sit there and you ask a girl. And she says, I've been with 50 guys. You're going to look at her like, oh, you're a fucking tramp. Wait, so this all kind and of I reminds think... me of the, that biblical story uh, of the, you know, the prostitute that was going to get stoned. Jesus saved her? Yes. But, I mean, like, I mean, to me, this is like a, this is like a huge, like, I don't know. It's just insane. The story itself is insane. Come on. There was this, uh, there's a prostitute, obviously. And, she, you know... Jesus, the knowing all, is just happens to be there. Right. And everyone's over here, you know, you know, making a freaking, they're accusing this woman, hey, this, she's a prostitute, let's all, everybody she, pick up some stones. She might have been a damn virgin, honestly. To, okay, well, well, all right, truth. But every, Jesus knew, like, dude, all you need, all you guys, sorry about that. All you guys are sinners. <laughs> you, right. He didn't say that. But, yeah. So, dude, all you dudes are sinners. <laughs> exactly. But y'all won't tell me, but y'all don't need to tell me. I'm Jesus. I know. Right. And I, cool. All right. Whoever's free is sin, throw the first stone. And all these dudes were like, uh, mm. uh. Not going to throw it. Uh, you know, I got reservations at Applebee's. Catch right. you guys later. Uh, yeah. You know, like everybody's, you know. That's just so wild, but everyone's pointing fingers. You want to know the weirdest thing about Jesus to me is that I'm actually not very religious, honestly. I do believe that there has to be something greater. Obviously. But... Because you can't tell me an explosion created perfection. It's... It's... Space is just way too big to not... Where do we come from? Right. Exactly. So I would believe that there is something of higher power yeah. um, and, and hopefully a purpose to being all here. Yeah. Right. Jesus. Hopefully. So but I am not the biggest fan of Jesus himself rather than a higher power. Right. And that's because uh, I, I as I've learned Spanish, mm-hmm. 
I have been a lot more interested in language in general. Okay. And so I, I've been really on this, what language do I learn next? Okay. Do I learn French? Because I think if you speak French, Spanish, and English, you can talk to everyone from Canada down to Chile and Argentina. Okay. Every single person in America, and I will say America because the Mexicans say that they live in America. Is this strange to you? Because right. they sit there and they call all of this America, and they say that I live in the United States. I don't live in America, but I do. We all live in America, mm -hmm. all the way from Canada down to Brazil. It is all America, but I live in the United States. So I stopped saying I'm American. I just stopped saying I'm, I'm from the United States. So just to try to be politically correct for the Latin community. Right. And so I wanted to learn more about languages, and it really had me looking at Arabic for a minute. And so I was sitting there watching podcasts about Islam. And there's another guy named Frankie Light. He's another YouTuber. Check out his channel if you want. He lives in uh, New York, and he worked at a, uh, a hair salon place. And he picked up Chinese while he was there. So, black guy who speaks Chinese. This is pretty rare, right? Impressive. Impressive, right? And so his next language he wants to learn is Arabic. So he's been working on that for a while, and he picked it up right during Ramadan. And so he's sitting there doing interviews with people about Ramadan, and he talks to this pastor about it, and they say, who is Jesus in the Quran? And they just start going off talking about Jesus. Right. And I instantly look at myself, and I'm like, well, where is Allah in the Bible? He's not there. No. He's not, we don't talk about it. And right. I think this is the know your enemy, but he's not really, I would say they're not our enemies, but know your enemy kind. Right. And so the, the man talks about how Jesus is in the Quran and he is not the prophet, but a prophet. So Abraham, uh, Jesus, Allah, these were all prophets that showed up in certain regions around the world at certain times, right. especially around ancient civilizations. Mm -hmm. And they preach the message of God, someone of a higher power. And they simply believe that Allah is the final prophet. He was the universal prophet. Jesus worked on a specific region. Abraham worked on a specific region. And then Allah is the final one. And then they said, well, who is Jesus? And he said, well, Jesus is the guy that's going to come down here and take everyone to heaven. Right. And I was like, biblically, yeah, that's biblically. Yeah, and no, but in the Quran too. Right. So Frankie was like, wait, wait, wait. So you guys believe Jesus is going to take everyone to heaven? And he's like, yeah. And then there's going to be a battle between heaven and earth. Just like the Bible. Right. And I was like, so in this instant. But who's the author of the Quran? It, it was 600 years later. Who's the first religion? Mm. Right. Well, that's the thing. I think. Uh, well, do you I know think... the, the top five religions? Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam, Judaism, Buddhism and Christian. Big. Christianity's big. Uh, a lot of people consider Catholic and Christian the same, so I don't know. It is. Okay. Same branch. And uh, Buddhism. Uh, Hinduism. Hinduism. That's a big one. Uh, but they all started at certain timelines. Right. Certain so but we have Judaism, then it goes to, I think it's Hinduism, Christianity, Islam, and then the final one is Buddhism. I feel like everybody, like, I don't know, like, the, obviously the Bible, it, it doesn't say, oh, the author was John, the author was whoever. And it says, They're it, simply scripts. Says, it simply says these, you know, the gospel was inspired by the Holy Spirit in itself, right. Jesus, right? So I just, I feel like a lot of what you read, you kind of feel when it, you know you, you can you know someone comes up to you they tell you something 
you can kind of feel when they're BSing you. Absolutely. Well, that that's a, we we all have that in us, and I feel like when you read different books of different topics, different religions, you kind of feel the truth. Right. You know, and a lot of times I could even say that I don't like the truth, I don't agree with the truth, or I'm not living in the truth. But I can tell you that it's true, even though I dislike it. I do believe the stories are correct. Exactly. But I also, I'm, I'm so big on, I don't want to say conspiracy theories, right. but it's just oh, my own yeah, opinions. Yeah. So a lot of religions before, monotheistic, so one God, were polytheistic. Right. So if you lived Montezuma, Aztec, you believed in a sun God, the rain God, right? Right. And if you were Norse, a Nordic person, you're a Viking, you believed in wind god rain god sun god too right. and so multiple people believed in multiple gods and then look at the greeks i mean hercules zeus hades poseidon zeus, right one. and then it got condensed down to where you believe in one god and i think in the future if we don't destroy ourselves with nuclear bombs and stuff or drink all the water right i think eventually the world will believe in one religion maybe there will be others but it went from but if you live a hundred I say a thousand years ago, right. and an eclipse happens, and that eclipse only happens every four hundred years. Correct. It's got to be a sign of God. It's got to be. It's got to be a sign of God. Have you? The one thing that really made me interested is the story of Hernan Cortez, and the conquistador that conquered the uh, Teotihuacan and destroyed the Aztecs, and so when they showed up. Montezuma III, he was the current king or emperor, whatever you want to call him, at the time. And so his grandfather had told him about, in the future, white gods will show up to your coastline from the east. And they showed up conveniently from the east. They sailed from Europe and landed in Veracruz, and then they went to Mexico City, Tihuatihuacan. Right. Could you imagine if they came from the north, the south? west any other direction it would have broken the prophecy right exactly but montezuma welcomed them into this place and it's this belief of something greater right and it's at that time to me it's just they had technology they had horses armor they had gunpowder canyon cannons and then you're using bows and arrows right and so could you imagine if we think about that now. What if an alien lands on Earth with a spaceship and their technology is far vast better than ours? Will they simply believe that it's sent from God? Because I would think if an alien landed into Earth today that more people would be... Some people would become be religious and some people would forget their religion just because you would be like, well, who the hell created you guys? Right. Right? Agreed, agreed, agreed. But here is another thing that I think about with that is, what is the earth? Four billion years old? And humans have really been kicking it for like 200,000 years old? You know, I honestly, to a certain extent, I believe that humans don't even know. They just assume, hey, the, the earth, the BC, this was, this was 2000 BC, this was... But everyone's and, calendars are different around the world. Oh, I, exactly my point. It's just that... What are we ba- What are we going? What are we basing off of? Right. Where's ground zero? Exactly. And like, the Chinese calendar is like three or four thousand years old, so they have an extra a thousand years on their calendar. They're not living in two thousand twenty-two. I, I don't feel like 
anyone who like okay, let's go to biblically from a from a biblical standpoint. Uh, Adam and Eve were the first people on earth. We'll say that. We'll say, well, that's our base okay. right now. Okay. I highly doubt they started keeping track of time. Why would you? And, and after them, whoever. After them, whoever. I seriously Do really doubt think... they were treating. I don't care about keeping track of time. I, you know, I care about. Well, them. it says it in Genesis that okay. that. Adam lived to be like 147 years old. Okay, then that gives Eight, you... 847? Well, that gives you a base. I would think that their calendars just simply doesn't match ours. You know? Potentially. Maybe they're just yeah. going by the seasons. So maybe every four years for them is one year for us. And that's why he's that old. Right? I don't think... Adam was walking around at 800 years. What about the arthritis this man's got? No, no, no. Got? I, think, I think that's <laughs> potentially true. I think now it's just a lot different. I do. And I don't know, how, like at one point, I don't know, at one point that changed drastically because obviously you don't see nobody walking around at 800 years old. No. That's insane. Yeah. Can you imagine, you know, I'd be a damn multi-trillionaire. 847 maybe. years old, so what is that, 25? So if you were born in what, like... 1185, 1175. Could you imagine? People are still living in castles. Could you imagine if you got to watch all of that? Would you imagine being 200? Oh, how 200 you? years uh, old how, how is crazy. I'm too. Oh, oh you're young. <laughs> you know, you're, like, oh, you're just a baby, dude. You're just right? getting started now. You know, how many wives have you had? <sighs> I was here before paper was invented. What the? What? No wild. way. No way. That's insane Dude, to me. That is wild, man. There's, there's a lot of facts that are are still to be discovered. Oh, still there's so be, much information you know, out there. So here is my thing about where are the species? Where are our neighbors at? Because there's no one on Mars, no one on Jupiter, no one on Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, whatever. Where are our neighbors? Okay. So do you believe in evolution? I don't. Really? No. You can see it on Galapagos Island. How's that? Because, Explain a little bit of that. So, for example, there's a, uh, one thing that happened in the UK is they had a bunch of powdered moths. Okay. okay. And during the Industrial Revolution, there's smog everywhere in the air. So now these little white moths are not hidden anywhere because everything is dark. So you stand out like stars in the sky. So they evolved and now they turned dark. Okay, right? okay. And that aspect of evolution, yes. Some elephants are starting to evolve without tusks because they realize that people are only killing them for their tusks. Right. So some elephants are starting to... Yes, okay. In that sense of evolution, I agree with. Okay. I, obviously, so, uh, basically adaptation is right. what it is. But so, humans being, com- you know, coming from apes, I don't believe that. Because I, like... I I'm, do. You do. I do. But I'm like, I just... Why don't we see that now? Here's my... Okay. Before I go finish that other thing. Okay. We have several different subspecies that we have discovered. Neanderthals is the number one. Don't ask me to name more because I can't. Neanderthals is the number one where it's like big-headed, kind of stupid, more strong humans. Okay. And they had different types of humans walking around the earth. Well, in Texas, about 200 years ago, we used to kill the mentally disabled. So... That's if we used to kill retarded people, do you think we're letting monkey people walk around? No. We used to kill Native Americans and anyone who wasn't the same color as us. So do you really think we're letting monkey people walk around? No. Probably I think not, we yeah. murdered all of them long ago. Long ago. I think that's why there's a disconnect between monkeys 
and humans, right? Because if you have monkeys living in the woods, ah, eh, leave them alone. But if you have monkey people walking around kind of close to your neighborhood, <laughs> no, 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 oh, no, 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 buddy, you got to get out of here. So that's where I think all of our, where are our primate humans at? Mm. So, but here's my thought about where are our neighbors? If the planet is 4 billion years old and humans have only really been kicking it for 200,000 years old, and we've really only been recording history for about five to 10,000 years. Right. Do you really, how long do you think before humans kill ourselves again? That's a good question, and I've actually heard that question in different podcasts. Like, how long do you think it would take for us to start from scratch again, to go back to point zero? So if we got into a nuclear catastrophe right now, I do not think nukes would kill people. I think it would disrupt the atmosphere and cause an ice age, and the ice age would kill the people. Right. So now you look at your, your family, right? And you're sitting there with your mom and dad or whatever. Now it's, we're not making Moscow meals and making podcasts anymore. We are all survival mode. Right. What information do you pass on to your kids before everything that you learned is forgotten in two to three generations? So Michael Jordan's six rings, the invention of electricity, electricity. the story about Nikola Tesla, your boy Tesla, Elon Musk, Elon all Musk, of that yeah. information is gone. We better, you better Benjamin teach your Franklin. kids how to plant grass and seeds and make fire and defend yourself. And wow. it's time to restart everything. Do you know how to make a compass? I don't. No. So it's time to restart. And so within, yeah. within 100 years, no one's making iPhones, no one's sending emails, all of that's gone, and we're restarting. This is where I think the pyramids come from, because I think we already did this. I think species already, I think we already went to a max, and then I think an ice age or something happened, and the population went really, 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 really far down, and then we had to restart. Hmm. So if this happens, and let's say a nuclear catastrophe happens, and it knocks out 90% of the population, we are no longer trying to go to Mars. We're no longer trying to find our neighbors. But let's say Mars has bacteria in their water right now. Because there is water on Mars. They've already discovered it. Right. So let's say that they're going to have their first little lizards or frogs or whatever amphibians on Mars. But it's going to take 200,000 years of evolution for them to make a species. Right. Humans aren't going to make it another 200,000 years. No. Do you think we're going to live in year 200,000, no. 2022? Not even Dan McDonald's or not. No. So I think by the time our neighbors evolve to be able to be discovered, we will already kill ourselves. Extinct. And I think that's what happens on other planets too. Right. I think species show up. They only live a couple of years, a couple millennia. Right. And then if you lived 50,000 years on your planet, I'll even give you a generous half a million years on your planet. Well, by the time Earth really starts kicking, you guys collapsed. And now you don't know where your neighbors are. You're not worried about your neighbors anymore. You're just trying to survive on your own planet. And I think that's why we don't know where anyone else is at in the solar system. Right. Because or it's even possible that no one even exists. That's if no. we have neighbors or if we don't have neighbors, both situations are both scary. I just, yeah. I just, when I see the earth, I see blue and green. And I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going off of, you know, Let's see. little maps. Everything looks orange. Everything looks... How many planets in the universe can sustain human life? 
Siri, let us know. According to NPR, study says 40 billion planets in our Did you see that? Could 40 billion NPR. planets can support life for humans. Wow. And you're saying that no one's out there? No one? 40 I don't know, billion? like water? Like, you see, when you look at Earth, you see water from a distance. I mean, you see oh, yeah. water. Yes. And I think, like, obviously water is a freaking source But you look at Neptune, it's just a frozen ice planet. So they have water too. But it's too cold to support our life. Right. Right. So with 40 billion planets, there's got to be someone out there. I feel like there's an element that one may need to survive, but not all. There's a, there's a, a show on Netflix, and I can't remember what it is, guys. I'm sorry. But it talks about... What planets can sustain human life and what humans would look like and animals would look like on that planet. So, for example, there's this planet and it has twice the oxygen level than Earth. So everything is ginormous. They would say humans would be like 15 feet and these trees are 500 feet tall because everything's so abundantly rich. Right. And then they have another planet that can support us. It doesn't have a rotation. So half the planet looks like a Pokeball. Half the planet, it doesn't spin. So it's literally just blazing hot all the time. And then the other side is frozen. And then right in the middle, it's just this perfect little lush where the hot meets the cold. And that's where all your life would be. Right. Do you think that, all right, let's say, let's say planet Earth only has, you know, obviously Earth, uh, water, wind, I'm talking about elements here. I would think... Do you think that we'd be able to survive as a human species without fire? With electricity? If we have electricity, no then fire. yes. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I just, so. I don't know. I caught myself thinking about that just now. I'm like, whoa, wait. Well, I'm not smarter than Neil deGrasse Tyson, and I know he's... I watched, watched a stand-up about old Bill Burr. I don't know if anyone's any comic fans out here. But Bill Burr says Neil deGrasse Tyson talks to dummies like me and you just to sound smart. He doesn't talk to other scientists, right? right? But he talks about how you really only need four things to create life. Hydrogen, nitrogen, oxygen, and carbon. Carbon dioxide, yeah. No, carbon. Because carbon and oxygen can make carbon dioxide. There you go. So carbon, oxygen, hydrogen, nitrogen. Well, you know your damn, you know, you know your, what is it? The uh, Chemistry? Well, your chemistry, but there's the table. I've been studying the science for the last couple of years. No. Periodic table? Dude, I got... Oh, man. You're, you know your elements, boy. Dude, there is this element on the periodic table that is after uranium. And apparently, it is way better to power nuclear reactors. I used to study this in my environmental classes. Right. Because you had to decide. But is it is it something that's implemented now? No. And you, okay. you want to know what my opinion is? The byproduct of this, I don't remember the name of the, whoever, whatever it is on the next spot on the periodic table, uh, it does not make the byproduct needed to make nitrogen bomb. I mean, uh, nuclear bombs. When you use uranium and you extract it and do all the fusion and fission or whatever, the byproduct you can use to make nuclear bombs. But the next one, it's more powerful. It can power nuclear reactors better but it doesn't have the ability to make nuclear bombs. So, so that's why I don't inconvenient for the governments. Exactly. Yeah, because they want to use that stuff, you know, you know, you want to keep building bombs so you can right. keep telling people to get out of your backyard. Right. Yeah, so I think that's why we don't use it. 
So, and, and that's just when you get to the conspiracy theory about the government and all that stuff. And eh, I don't know what to man. think about the government. What do you about think about that? the Illuminati? Do I think there's a secret society? Do you think that? Secret societies? Yes, I do I believe so. that. I do. I think so. I do believe there are people that get together and make global decisions. Global. And I, I had a, when I was tripping on some acid one time. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever no. partake. No. But for anyone who's listening who doesn't take acid or mushrooms, it does not, it does not do what it does in TV shows. You do not watch your skin fall off or fly through a purple planet and go to Mars. That does not happen. That's 21 Jump Street. It's okay. a bunch of bullshit. Rick and Morty, you do not experience that lifestyle. You simply get a bright feeling of life. Everything feels a little slower. Tracers. And for me, I think like crazy. Non-stop thinking. It's, it's wild. Everything feels like it's a little bit slow motion. But then it's eight hours later and you're like, okay, I guess it wasn't slow motion, bro. <laughs> I guess it wasn't, right? So one thing I thought about was how would human civilization restart? And I would think that, let's say 200 years in the future, there's a, Mar a colony on Mars. I mean, it's low-key kicking. Okay. We got, let's say, 100,000 people live on Mars now. And we're doing pretty good. Nice. And so I would... They've got Starbucks up there. Nice. We're doing good. Starbucks. Yeah. So we're running out of fresh water on Earth. Place is looking rough. Poor people are sitting in rich people's yards now. Tents in Los Angeles, San Francisco, Sacramento is too bad now. How would the Illuminati, the elite, restart Earth? Okay. I think they would fly off onto Mars and take off all the nukes, blow it up. Blow up the planet, kill all the people, start the ice age, and live on Mars and return later. The top one percent of people, and I'm talking like the president, or I mean the king of Saudi Arabia, Vladimir Putin, the current president, the uh, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, the people that you are not getting on that bus, bro. Right. Whoever you think you are that's listening right now, if you got Mark Zuckerberg, if you got fifty million dollars in your bank, it's not enough. Right. It's not even close. You need, you you need, need billions of dollars to make it on this bus. Uh, uh, you know. We are sending 100,000 people from Earth to go to Mars to join the other colony of scientists and engineers up there. That's it. Do you think you're making it on that bus? Hell no. Well, you got to send some Mexicans up there or else there won't be no No, there's no one's built. Bro, have you, ever, no construction. have you ever heard <laughs> Andrew Schultz joke about the pyramids in Mexico? No, he, I might have. I might have. Go ahead and say he, it. He now. sits there and he says, he's talking about the pyramids in Egypt. Okay. And he's like, people think, oh, aliens built the pyramids in Egypt. Aliens built those pyramids. Who else could have built those pyramids? They're so perfect. And he's Mexicans. like, but no one questions the pyramids in Mexico. Who built those pyramids? Mexicans, bro. <laughs> Mexicans <laughs> built those pyramids, man. Yeah, it's highly likely. But, I mean, it's because people always say, oh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, the, the royal. Well, I'm going to say the royals because, obviously, there's a lot of royal families that can remain anonymous in terms of uh, information of income on the Internet that... I he, I actually heard that several times that if you make if you have a certain amount of money you can actually not have any of that information public public to the internet. So obviously these people can't just say hey I'm going to Mars I'm going to live there. Uh, 
where. Right. Someone's got. I mean, someone's gonna go to Home Depot. Somebody's got to go to Lowe's. What are they gonna drive there? Right. We're gonna fill up a a, a spaceship with lumber. And, and you know, damn AC units, and they're going to build houses like the Mexicans use the exactly. rocks. Exactly, use the rocks, man. Exactly. If anyone so, who doesn't know, so, all the houses in Mexico are made out of concrete. That's right. Because lumber is available in the United States, rocks are available. Ma- Mexico is extremely mountainous. It is. That's yes. a fact. And my grandma's home is strictly you concrete. Know, concrete. Yep. And I don't. I really. I can't say I know this for a fact. I don't know how. How it keeps the hot cold, how it does well with concrete holds. I mean, okay, it does also, it. It, it gets one thing that blows my mind is it gets hotter and colder in Texas than it does in Mexico, where at least where I was at, and the states that I visited. I've been to eight states in Mexico, okay. And so, except for the northern part, the northern part looks like New Mexico and right around the coastline. So, if you go to Tumalipas, Tumalipas, yeah, and that, that's really it, that's the main state that I'm thinking about. That is looks like New Mexico, and right. It, but everything else, you might envision, I could take pictures of some places I've gone to in Mexico, and you'd be thinking you're in Vietnam or Thailand or, or right. Lagos. No, there's some places over there that look like different countries. It's that amazing. Are, you know, on a different side of the hemisphere. But uh, I know that, you ever been to Oaxaca? No, I want to so badly. Yeah, I have. Oh, obviously, Josue, his family's from over there. Nice. My parents went over there. They went to hang out with his parents, his family, whatever. I've seen pictures, man. It looks like Georgia. It's crazy because everyone that I talk to recommends me go to that state. I hear it's but very it's, gorgeous. And they have obviously like these freaking 30-foot waves that it's like the pinnacle of wave uh, surfers over there. You know, surfers. For all my fucking trippers out there, I hear Oaxaca is the, one of the most spiritual states in Mexico. So if you want to get peyote or uh, ishwa, ishwa Iwaska? Iwaska. Iwaska. LSD, mushrooms, weed, they all do it, but it's more of a ritualistic sense. Yes. But they have all of your hallucinogenics there. It's that very is... spiritual. Yeah. So um, I know a lot of people don't know much about Mexico, but I talked a lot to, I've made a lot of friends in Mexico. I was the only white boy. I was pretty popular. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was like, ¿Quién es ese? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty popular. Que onda gringo, bro? Que, yeah. Que paso, papi chulo. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, it, it's similar to um, the United States. Right. The East Coast and the West Coast are very different, and the center and the North and the South are different. So, North, Central, and South Mexico are vastly different. So, they say that, besides Cancun, I'll cut off the Yucatan Peninsula because they say that's all American now. Right. The South is very jungly. It's very uh, traditional, very spiritual. You, you might even run into some witches out there. That's the, wild. The center is like the hub of business, and it's a lot. But it is still feels like Mexico. Right. And then if you go to North Mexico, it gets very, um, I would say, um, what is it, rural? It's, it's yeah. very country. Very spaced out. Very spaced out. But if you hit the major cities... You feel a little bit of America, you right. do. So if anyone who's from Texas here, Monterey, for example, has like H E B's. Yeah. H E B is only in Texas and in Mexico. Well, Piedras Negras has an H E B. Exactly. And I was just telling one of the managers at work, hey, this the H E B in Mexico, they have a whole damn parking lot with rooftops. Wow. With shaded parking. 
But why can't we do that here? I, I'm surprised at how much stuff Mexico does that we don't do. Right. It's, it almost feels like, you know, not only that aspect of it, but I've heard people from here say, hey, I went to the doctor there. And not every story is the same. Obviously, there's, right. you know, different experiences. There's horror stories like everywhere that. and good right. stories everywhere. But right. hey, I went to this doctor. You know, I have my mom went to a doctor for like a spinal issue. She's like, I paid 10 bucks. Not only did I get a great adjustment, but I got a better medication than I would here. Yes. Like, yo, absolutely. What? How Big, much you Big Sean talks about yeah. it. Yeah. In his, one of his, his recent album, uh, Big Sean talks about how he had like a heart murmur, something wrong with his heart. And he kept going to the doctor and they kept telling him that he needs to get like surgery and everything like that. And then he started investing into Eastern medicine and he started just taking more herbalistic types. And then he said that he went back to the doctor in the United States like two months later and they were like, oh, it's all better. And he was like, well, that's how I, and he says it in his song, that's how I know Western medicine's weak. And Okay, yeah. I, and I just, I don't know. I would, for example, I, I, I had a, I messed up my shoulder in Mexico. Right. And I had a physical therapist visit me for $10. That's it. Shock therapy, a personal massage. I would pay for masa- masseuses to come to my house and give me a two-hour massage for $25. Right. On and point, too, I bet. Yes, absolutely. It came with incense, so it's more of like the smelling, too. So they want to say that you can breathe. They talk about how looking at different stuff helps. And it's all trying to calm yourself down, right? Because most right. things are mental. Mental, right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I was thinking about a, a two-hour massage in America. How much is that going to cost you? At least 100 bucks. Right, minimum. Minimum. You better give a tip, too. Yeah. And I tell them there, I give them a tip, and they're like, I don't want a tip. And I'm like, no, I'm going to give you a tip, bro. You don't have no idea how much I'd be paying if I was back right. in the Ex- States. Exactly. And it's, it's, it's amazing to me because everyone's complaining about the economy in America, and I did not feel it at all in Mexico. Gas prices went up, yes. Right. But, I mean, it's irrelevant if you don't really drive around often. But, I mean, yeah, the Uber prices only went up uh, 50 cents, you know? I, I, I used to take an Uber from Mexico City to... If I'm like looking at the bus and I'm like, oh, the bus isn't going to be here for 44 or 5, 45 more minutes. I'm going to take an Uber. I could take an Uber from Mexico City to Morelos. It's an hour and a half away. $45. Could you imagine taking an hour and a half ride here? Fucking 15 minutes to cost you $30 here. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Not including a tip. Not including a tip. Right. Yeah, it's wild here. It's, 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 I'm not saying it's un. It's, it's out of control, but it's getting to that point. It's just wild, man. It's wild. Dang, we've been at it for an hour and a half. We have. We have, dude. I'm excited. I'm, gl- I'm glad you came over, man, honestly. Like, when you brought this up, you were in Mexico. You called me, hey, I'll be on the podcast. And I didn't imagine you actually showing up to my doorstep. I no, thought we were going to do this over the phone, man. No, absolutely not. But I'm excited for tomorrow. What's, you know, I already... <laughs> Check this out. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got something for you, dog. This is my dude here. Look at this guy. Look at these. Read these tags, man. Mm. It's a done deal. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the way <laughs> it is, my guy. For anyone who doesn't know, we're having a reunion soccer game tomorrow. Reunion, so we're yeah. bringing people in from the surrounding cities. A couple of alumni, a couple of young bloods. 
come out there and play. We're and gonna I, bring some necks out there. Yeah, we're gonna play a real game and I felt terrible see the real I, fans. I forgot to tell some people today. I was on the phone with several people making several phone calls. Hey, be there, be there, be there. Hey, make sure you tell so and so. It's like, yeah, I'll tell them, and then I forgot to tell them. But uh, I'm sure it'll be a good turnout anyway. So I have a feeling it might be a mob. We might have 40 people show up. You think so? Yeah, well, there's have- a couple of people that I'm like, yo, games tomorrow, and they're like, say less. And I'm like, that's Dude, what I'm talking well, about. Th- this, is, this is the good thing. If it is a mob, there's three or four fields. Bam. That's it. A team, B team. <laughs> Sorry. Some people just want uh, me to Javier was like, bro, give me a sub. <laughs> just give, give me a sub. sub, bro. I'll play for 15 minutes and then sub me out, dude. <laughs> so maybe we'll have some subs. It'll be fun. So we'll, we'll have a game at the 580s. And uh, by the time you hear this, it might be game day. I don't know. It is might it, be. It's going to get a little bit more competitive than I think tomorrow. I, I think so, too. Diego's going to be there. You know, yeah. uh, I got my guys here. Ivan, Carlos are going to be there. If anyone They're going to throw down. Know. And those guys compete. I'm yeah, they you. do. My boy Diego should have played professional soccer. I think he's in that in that level. I he think sh- he is. Especially when I met him. I met him when I was 18. Yeah. And he was 24. And I was like, Diego, you need to go to tryouts. And he was like, no, I have a family and a job. And I was like, Diego, Dude, you can be a professional. Be damn job. You could be a professional. They're paying $600 a week for a backup team in San Antonio right now. I was like, and I don't think, I think you're MLS level. I think his MLS level. Yes. I saw them play, and I was like, honestly, Diego's in that freaking category. I don't know if anyone has them out there, but man, my man would show up in the middle of a game if he would be late coming off of work, and we'd be winning 2 zero, one, losing 1-3. He'd show up, and we'd win 5-1. Five, five, yeah, Diego's yeah, uh, he's a monster. three guys to hold this guy. You it, do. It, it, you know. He's a monster. Three good guys. You, three can't just three, def- yes. you can't just put three average guys. No, he's so good. Honestly, I struggle with that guy, but that's why I love playing against him because he's just a damn animal. He is. That my goal is always, hey, I gotta stop this guy. I gotta stop this guy. And his goal, his goal is always, I gotta get past Edgar. Absolutely. I'm addicted to trying to stop Diego. That's you know, like. He's amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah! So we'll have him uh, pull up as well. I think he said. Yeah. So. I think we're just talking now. We'll yeah. run it back, buddy. We'll, yeah. we'll call this a night. Yeah. But hey, thank you guys in. for everybody tuning in. You know, uh, it's three times longer than normal, but yeah. you got the patience. <laughs> this is actually the first time on my Spotify that it goes over the hour mark and even over the hour and 30 minute mark. So uh, appreciate the love. And if you still out there tuning in, uh, yeah, I'm definitely like my brother told me earlier, Edgar. You got to read up on your stuff. No, you, I, I believe that. I love criticism, For specifically constructive criticism, because I love people telling me, "Hey, you're doing it wrong," because that way I'm gonna go back to the drawing board. Okay. Same thing with soccer. Take a look Same at it. Same thing with work. Right. Same thing with every damn aspect of life. I'm going to freaking get better because now I'm addicted. Absolutely. For any any people listening out there that wants to send Edgar a DM, send him a DM with questions that you want to hear. Yo! With things that you want to hear about. There's controversial things out there. Abortion. Gun rights. Uh, we have things religion. about religion. Uh, um, the middle class. The top the, 1% yeah, 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 exactly. race. There are so many things to talk about. Uh, conspiracy. All sorts of stuff. Dude, and and I told my brother today, I was like, bro, I'm having somebody come over because I never say names. 
Had somebody come over. You'll know it once it's published. But somebody's coming over. And when somebody comes over, they'll pick your brain. And then you'll hear things from two different perspectives. And then you'll start questioning one another. And then you have, you know, you'll have two different thoughts and That's figuring stuff out. It, right? It's always a lot of fun. And for anyone out there, man, it's listen first before you speak up. Listen. Right. You have to really listen to an opinion before you sit there and try to change someone's position to your position. And I'm, I'm, I'm open to so many opinions, except not everybody has the stuff that I have to put out their opinion. Absolutely. And I'm grateful that I have what I have. And I'm grateful that I even started putting the stuff out. That way I could just throw out my opinion. But getting yours also helps me widen my, my, my way of thinking. So. Absolutely. Every time and any time. Heck yeah, Josh. Appreciate you joining us, man. We'll see you tomorrow. Absolutely, I'm guys. For that. We're out, you guys bro. Stay tuned. Peace out, gang.